stopping what can't be stopped. No killing what can't be stopped. You can run, but you can't hide from the west side night stalker. Shit talker run and tell them, Mr. LM, nigga with the gat, and I'm back off the everyday prey that I slay. South Central, monkey wrench, ho, shit, know that She'll get the boat sack, cause I'm not starving But fuck that, Johnny Carson, ho Never had me on a late night show Coming with the shit that'll hit Steady mama, cause the flavor's good There goes the neighborhood nigga. The I Talk Podcast, Season 11, Episode 3 uh, AB Dash, Tokyo E We have a special guest in the building Um, Goes by the name of Josh Madden What's up, Josh? Hey, man Alright, we were having a conversation before this about uh, basically how, what we do on this podcast and everybody who knows listens and they know what we do on the podcast. Uh, we're explaining to Josh what we do, we talk about the culture, we talk about stuff that matters to us within the culture. Um, so Josh was basically explaining um, how he got into all of this and how we're both from smaller uh, markets, I guess you can say. Yeah, the thing I was telling you about is like, it's like, it's interesting because what I was saying is like, you guys are, you guys are where you are and, you know, in, in the, in the, in the town that you're in, called, yeah. you know, what it's funny because I grew up the same way. I grew up uh, really in a real, like a super duper country town. It was like Friday night lights. It was like <laughs> corn fields and tobacco fields and, you know, everybody played football and went hunting. And by the way, both of those things are amazing. I, I don't ever... I don't ever put down anything like all, all cultures are, are cultures, you know, yeah. right? So, but it's, yeah. it's interesting because where we grew, where we grew up, you know, it's kind of like, it's interesting because I think there's outliers everywhere. Like if you live in a beach town and you're like, I live in a beach town, but I like, you know, bowling, that's not very big in my beach town. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's interesting because there's always going to be someone that's like, you know, the thing I like about quote-unquote culture you know whether it's pop culture or any kind of independent culture is like the thing that's cool about independent culture is like you go to these little hubs whether you go to a local skate shop or you go to like a store you know like you were you were naming some brands and it's interesting in the last couple years this this term of like streetwear and like you know street fashion or whatever you want to call it like it's interesting because there's these stores that you find in every city and they vary just a little bit, you know, like you go to Houston or you go to you go to um, Albuquerque, New Mexico, you go to like, you know, places in Chicago, you go all over the United States, you go to smaller towns outside of bigger cities. And there's always a one or two stores and they have like these brands like you are naming off these brands and yeah. they might have they might have some bare bricks. They might have some cool like ceramic ashtrays or some cool incense like whatever it is that kind of fits into this lifestyle that we're sort of interested in some good some good magazines maybe they got some jason mark shoe cleaner you yeah. know like and you're like you're like oh man like and you're in the store and someone's looking at your your shoes and you're like i'm from i'm from so such and such and you're i'm visiting out here and my my guy is it, my homie is like living in chicago and he brought me to this whether you go to like any of these uh, sneakers and stuff or a rsvp or a bodega or like Whatever these stores are, there's there's a version of them in every small town, and or or outside of every city, yeah. and it's cool because it's kind of like, it's kind of like the barber shop or the coffee shop, and you go in and some guy's looking at your, 
shoes or like something you got and he's like yo man where did you get that and like you, did you go to complex con or did you go to such and such did you go here and they're like oh no we got this shop in my town and they carry this and they carry that and it, to me it's it's very very important and these conversations like your podcast is very important yeah. because regardless of regardless of how many listeners you think you have or who's listening you're reaching people and and that's you know it, that's really important because it doesn't just exist on the internet, you know, like it's, it's interesting because we, I work in music and I work around whatever this world is, whatever you want to call it that we're talking about right now. And it's the same thing. Like you can have an artist that like makes a, a, a a thing in their bedroom and they're like, and and everybody on the internet goes crazy. And then they go out on, go on tour and they, and there's like 300 kids show. That's not bad. I'm not shitting on it, but I'm like, it takes, in order for something to become part of culture, it takes us talking about it. You know, it takes, when you go on tour, say you're somebody and you made a song in your bedroom, whether you're, you know, Triple X or Juice World or any of the people, Lil Peep or any of these, in any of these artists that we saw in the last couple of years, you know, rest in peace to all of them. Yeah, rest in peace to all of them. But I'm saying like, it's really interesting because those guys, I remember, you know, I've been in this for 20 years in music and this stuff, you know, and I remember those kids, all of which I think were very special and um, in their own right and in their own way, they were doing different things. And I think, but to, to the conversation, you're like, oh man, this kid's blowing up and like people are putting them on online magazines and this and that, and maybe they're in fader and like, but no one's really seen them. Like maybe someone, maybe they played South by Southwest, then they go on tour and there's like, Maybe they, you know, if they don't get an opening spot for Drake or someone, they're sort of playing like a 300 cap room or a 500 cap room, you know? Yeah, versus like, um, what what we always talk about here is, um, a lot of big companies like to like to only value numbers rather than impact. And I feel like an impact is worth way more than a number would be because if somebody has less numbers, but if I have 10,000 followers and all 10,000 followers impact more than somebody who has a million and only only gets a uh, 30 30,000 conversion my percentages are way higher than yours are a hundred percent you're a hundred percent correct and it's what I think you know like I'm not the companies that I'm working for and that I'm part of I'm not a, I'm not a lot of other names and I like I like being who I am like I design yeah. I'm not like I'm not trying to like I'm not I'm not trying to show you my car or my watch by the way nothing no offense like we all have cars and watches and you know girlfriends or people whatever whatever we want to show on instagram that's cool yeah i'm not in any way saying like posting your watch or posting your shoes or post like we all have lives that we're proud of and things that we love that we're 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 showing off to our friends and other people but i think what you're saying is correct is like basically like if you're really truly yourself a hundred percent yourself and people are connecting with it those people are going to be more connected with you than just like, I mean, like, look, I was saying to a friend of mine the other day, I was talking to, um, this, you know, Sale- I don't know if you Sale- know Sale- 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 yeah. yeah, so Sale- I was talking to Slay and I was like, look, I was telling him the same exact thing you're saying. I was like, yo, we're on this hike and he's like doing this, this mountain hike thing. And I'm like, Slay, you need to make this a TV show. And yeah. he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if, if I really, that's really my thing. And I'm like, look, man, like everyone loves you. You're such a good dude. Your message is so great. You, you, you reach 
you reach and influence people in a positive way. And I was like, you know that Oprah has a crazy big acting career and she's a crazy actress, but her talk show is, is what, what everyone knows really she's known for yeah. because people love Oprah. Like yeah. I said, name me a person that wouldn't go on Oprah. Exactly, because right of the exposure. Um, I had the same thought that you had with the Salehi thing, because that's how we got to connect. So uh, shout out to Salehi through the connect with that one. Um, he had no, uh, Magic Johnson no look past with that one. But that's the same thing that I was thinking from the aspect of like, just like, uh, yeah, Salehi's a designer. That's how I got to know him. And like, he's a black designer at that. So like, he's giving kids who may, may not see like that happen very often of uh aspiration to be like that so that's why i always follow salehi and i think his designs are dope like those new new balance that he's gonna drop are super super dope but um yeah like i had the same thinking as you where it was like uh salehi should turn this into something if that if this has not even been a conversation yet that he should turn this into a i don't know a podcast or like something more visual because i feel like the visuals of the hiking is what uh enhances the the aspect rather than just a, a vocal podcast I just told him, I'm 100% again, you're 100% on. I told him, I've known him through a, a couple different facets for a while. We both came from New York. I mean, I originally came from Maryland, the DMV area, but then I moved to New York. I lived there for 13 years, and we were hiking, and I, I hike. You know, I'm a dad, and I'm, I'm, I'm in my 40s, and yeah. I'm like, it. you know, the COVID thing's going on, and I'm like, this is the thing you can do. You can put, on, put in your, your ear earbuds and just go for an hour and a half walk and like there's people up you know sometimes you see people and you know they're they're you know with their friends or their girlfriend or whatever it's like a good thing to do and i told him i was like look you know obviously i i think personally at this time in in history i think you know i have a lot of friends that are uh I, i'll just say not white you know yeah. and i think you know i think that it's i think that it's crazy you know i just reference oprah you know, and it's 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 like cool that it's cool that Oprah exists. She's not like, you know, if you're a if you're a young, uh, uh, Af like you know, if you're a young person of color, a woman, who are you looking at? You're looking at like Vashti, Oprah, Shout you know, Vashti, the queen, uh, Alayli May. Like you're looking at, but the thing is, it's sad to me because it's like, it should be so much more. I actually yeah. know, I actually know a bunch more that are like in the, in the you know in coming you know like like moving moving forward and i i was telling Soleil, i was like look i was like i was like man you should do this because i think people everywhere kids everywhere every color every every it does not it costs zero dollars to go on a hike it's yeah, fucking, true. it's a lot of fun it's a lot bro it's i know it sounds like super like goofy but it's a lot like people People, once you realize like it's something to do with your friends and you're like, you go on a hike with someone, it's the same as breaking bread. Like breaking bread is a special thing. You sit down and yeah, you're, you're like, because Yo. it's not, it's not a breaking of bread of actual monetary thing. It's a breaking of bread of actual time. And yeah, exactly. And like, I was like, I hit him and I was like, yo, I go to the same place all the time. I see you're hiking with me. I didn't, I didn't hit him on some like, let me be on your Instagram. I, yeah. I know him. You yeah. know, like, I yeah. was like, I was like, I was like, show me that hike. How long is it? And he's like, it's about an hour and a half. And I was like, oh, dip. Like, that's a really, that's a good one. And I know Josh, I've known Josh. I, I know a couple people in common. And, you know, the thing about it is, I think, like, what you're saying, though, I was, I was telling him the same thing. I was like, look, the people 
And this is exactly what I said. I was like, the people that follow me might not know you. People follow me, they're like, might know about tattoos or punk like music or like yeah. whatever. And like, I'm like, a lot of people that I talk that I tell about you, they don't know. They don't know about you. Like, mm-hmm. like a lot of people in in the community of like music and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, check this out. Like this guy, he did he did this, he did that, he did this. You know, like I like the plant. I like the whole plant thing. He's like. People started messaging about about the different plant plant you know containers yeah. the va- the I don't know if you call it a vase the vases or like, the, the, yeah maybe uh, that's what would you call that uh, he's super into flowers what what would you call that the thing that Salehi makes it's like a pot isn't it no I'm not familiar yeah. with Salehi but it's probably probably you would have heard yeah to it. he he makes like pot. he he has people make special like pots out of like basketballs and like random different like ceramic type things yeah. you know and but the thing is like. He, I think he's a good example. Not, I mean, that's cool. If if you're if you are a person of color and you um and you um and you you look at him and you're like, yeah, he's a person of color. Like, like I think he's just he's a good example to me. I feel yeah. like a oh yeah, it's, it's not a, a color guy, barrier you know? thing. Yeah, it's, it's not it's a color like barrier thing. He, I think, per, I think personally, um, I think personally, like, there's so many people that I know, like Salehi. You know, like Josh Vidas or like Sean Witherspoon or yeah. like everybody's got their own thing. Like if you're a young kid and you're like from a place like Richmond, Virginia, and you're like, oh, yeah, like I'm into this vegan lifestyle. You look at Sean Witherspoon, you connect to him like it's I look at this new. This is what I really kind of wanted to put in front of you as like yeah. as like a pot is like you're doing a podcast, which there's no like like you're in a community. If you do a podcast, you're in a community of a bunch of. You're like um, you you're like bodega boy. Like there's a bunch of people yeah. in the community in the community of like media. You know, like that's what it is. I would never I would never consolidate what you're doing to a podcast. You could end up doing like bodega boys. You could end up on any different outlet, any different network. You know. And by the way, congratulations! Eleven seasons is if you're really eleven seasons deep, that's pretty wild. Yeah, but we, it's like, we do ten ten episodes a, a season. We're eleven seasons in. We just recently hit our hundred episode mark. Yeah. We've been doing this for like four it's years, though. We had another podcast before, and then we switched into this podcast. Yeah, we've been and doing I think it since like college radio. Yeah, college, we it's were. It's amazing. So originally, how we started it was we. My cousin had a college radio show. And he brought in me and AB Dash because uh, that's it's my cousin and he's friends with my cousin as well. And then another one of our friends and we had a podcast named SSD where we would talk about you know everything you know, like relationship stuff like that and stuff like and things of that nature. But after we all graduated, um, we didn't really want to talk about the same shit anymore. Like we actually wanted to talk about shit that we actually like, like skate culture like streetwear or high fashion or music hip-hop whatever music that we wanted to talk about so then me and maybe dash connected and started doing this podcast as well and then and, we, and we called it thought talk and you're right and you're right about and you're right about i mean i i don't i don't ever like demonize like big companies or whatever like i've worked on all i've worked on you know yeah. I, I worked at a record label i worked at a i worked at an agency I've worked at a mat. I worked at, you know, I helped run nylon. Like there's all this different stuff that I've done. Like the, co- the bigger companies, they got their own problems to deal with and stuff like that. I try yeah. with everything that I do to show people, like I try with what I, where I'm at right now with my, with our company, with my brothers and I have a company and then handling X large and X girl. I try, if you look at the X large and X girl Instagram, I try to put people on mm-hmm. that like are just like, there's people that are not in any way an influencer 
they just bought clothes and I'm like, oh man, she's cute. Or like, oh, he looks cool. You know, like just shout. I think, I think showing people each other, you know, yeah. like you, like if, like if you, if you hit on a, like I put a girl up, we put a girl up on, 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 um, on Instagram yesterday, um, or it might've been this morning for, for ex girl. And yeah. she, and if you hit her, if you hit on her, her, her profile, you might, you might see her. I don't know how many followers she has. Like, but it's like, you might see her and a girl might be like, Oh shit. Like she's like me. Like they might even connect. And the thing for me is like, I think where it all goes back to, regardless of the time we're in, you know, we're in a weird time with all kinds of, in all kinds of ways. Yeah. And, um, we can speak on that if you want to, but I think I, I'm seizing the opportunity because a lot of companies right now are like, Oh shit, what do we do? And I'm like, yo, it's look, it's cool. If you have the money to, if you have the money, if you're a sneaker brand and you have the money to shut down a block and have a huge rapper play and throw a block party and promote a shoe and spend $2.3 million. That's cool. That's great. That's really great, cool, good for you. Your marketing budget is great and you're selling shoes. That's cool. I'm not, but I don't, that's not where I think, I don't, I think where it really happens is in the streets and, and with, with people, with kids from town to town. That's me. I, no, didn't, I, I, agree, I agree with it. I think that's how we got to where we are as well now. Like, it, like what I, what I take from the success that we've had from this podcast is, uh, the social media pre- uh, like presence isn't really necessary. Like AB Dash and me probably have at least maybe I don't know five hundred followers or something like that on Instagram or whatever. But we have almost we're getting close to almost a million listens. That shouldn't, crazy, equate, yeah. that shouldn't equate. That shouldn't equate in the the corporate world that I have five hundred vo- followers and AB Dash has five hundred followers. That's a thousand between the both of us. But we have almost a million listens on our podcast. And then, and, we, and by the way. By the way, you just hit me up and you were like, "Hey, like I want to talk about this." I didn't you were I don't I don't even have to I don't even have to if it's for me, regardless my goal in life and I have a pretty cool I mean, I have a pretty cool life. I think anybody can I think anybody can have the life that I had. I just basically and I mean I I'll, I'll talk on that. I'll do like yeah, it's basically we'll, we'll, get, we'll just, get to how you got to where you are now. Yeah, yeah, I just basically what I was going to say to you guys is like I think I encourage it and I encourage like you can never have enough by the way never have enough boutique stores where people can go and hang out Look at me. there's a there's a there's a 12 or 13 year old kid right now like me where I when I was 12 and 13 who who has you know a rough time at home doesn't have a lot of money yeah. and would die like when I went to <laughs> when I went to, when I met Sean when I went to when I went to round two yeah I didn't know I didn't I was telling Slay I was like when I met Sean it was the first like week or two of the store being open I I was blown away because I went in there and I talked to every single individual and I couldn't tell who the owner was I I didn't know that when I went in the first day I met all three of the Chris Sean um and, and Luke I didn't know that I met because I also met Jay Boozy. I met uh, I met Carla. I met all these people. Yep. No one said like I'm the owner of Brown too. Like it was just a bunch of kids. And I was like, when I met like as I got to know Sean, right like right we're from close to each other. And I, right away I was like, y'all from Virginia? Like all you motherfuckers moved out here together? And I was like, I just moved here too. Like I'm st- you know I'm starting a company with my little brothers. You know and like I was hyped and I literally went back like. Three times in ten days, I was like, 
you know, coming back, like checking shit out, like talking to these dudes. It was like, it was like the spot. Little kids are walking in. I was like, man, what a great place. Cause it didn't feel like, oh, like, Ugh, you don't have shattered backwards on. Like, yeah, like, that, it was that, like that's one thing that I would say that I love about round two. Cause it's like, there's a, there's a space for everyone there. Like if you fuck with vintage shit, then like when our homeboys is a, is a prominent, uh, vintage seller in, um, in New York, he's from Brooklyn. He's, uh, we call him TSB, but his Instagram is Hilavish, whoever wants to copy it. Uh, we call him TSB because we call him a third shot bastard because he emulates kind of like what ODB would be out of our group. Yeah. It, well, dude, so I saw – so I went into that spot, and I then saw, saw Sean and his girl Ashley at a thrift store and then went to another thrift store, ran into him again, and I was like, wow, like – you work at that place. You work at that place around too. And he's like, "Yeah, man." He didn't say like, "I'm, I'm yeah, this like guy." He's the he owner. Was, yeah, he yeah. was like, he was just like, because he was at the time. I didn't even know anyone's Instagram. I didn't even know round two. I didn't know anything. But the thing is, I was tell. I went, <laughs> I went back like the second week. I went back. I was like, "Man, hey, man, you know what? I have an idea. I- I'll buy you some beanbag chairs." Like. We should throw some beanbag chairs in here so kids like I got some magazines. Let's put magazine racks in here and like let's let the young kids like sit in here in beanbag chairs and like read the magazines. He yeah, was like, like it, he was like it takes it back to that like, time. <laughs> he was like, uh uh man, that's a good idea. I don't know about that. Like but it's like but I mean and that's he he ended up over in the gallery. He does like Sean, I give him a lot of credit because Sean and Chris and Luke they they try everything. Like they'll try they'll They'll try if the, if the gallery to. doesn't, you know, if it doesn't work out or if it loses money, they still try. Like they're they're using their own capital. They're not out there like getting bank loans and stuff like that. No shade to that, but they're like these kids are like really they're really like trying, like just trying anything. And I think what I was gonna say is like I Wait, think they, all of those different. Bags, though? No, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, like no, bro. Like I was, but the thing is, man, like that's my dream. Like, by the way, we could talk, like we can talk, like maybe someone else will do it. And, and like, if you went, like, it's crazy. Cause like, there's certain places that I've gone in my life. And like, if you meet me, I'm not like a real, I, I'll give the, the kids that work around me, my, my own personal things more than I more. Like, I like to see people excited about things. Like, like I get I, like I'm I'm fortunate because I've just been working and stuff all the time and I know all these random people and it's like it's it's the same thing whether it's Chinatown or Pleasures or Round Two or any of these I know Teddy I know I know Ron like all everyone goes yeah. way back and yeah. the thing is I'm I think personally that like the way that you know as this trans transforms and whatever it becomes high fashion streetwear menswear streetwear mm-hmm. whatever you call it um. I think, I think the thing that really carries it through is these these conversations. When you're whatever age you guys are, you're probably in your twenties. Yeah, we're in twenties. Yeah. And you're and you're in and you're in a shop and you're in a spot and yeah. your 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 boy owns a spot or your friend or someone like that and a little kid comes in and he's got some Vans on or like maybe he's got the um you know the um what is it called the Uniqlo Kosh shirt on yeah you know he's He's like, I got the Uniqlo cause shirt and like some cutoff, you know, uh, uh, cargo shorts and like some Vans. Maybe he's got a, maybe he's got a cool hat. Maybe he got a Supreme hat or something like that. It, when you when you're like, hey man, like what's what's God, good? Like, cool hat. yeah, th- well that's what I that's what I tell brands. I'm like, make like we grew up, 
if you had the socks and the hat, you were down. You would have a band shirt on. You would have a, a plain white tee and some cutoff cargo shorts. If you had the socks and the hat, pair of Vans or a pair of Dunks, you were like, you're good. in. You know, yeah, it's you're like, good, yeah. you're, that, that, I mean, that's Pharrell in, in 2001, you know, like. Here, well, well you're talking it, about, you know? you're talking about the person that inspired both of us to be what we are now. Pharrell yeah. is like the Messiah to us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like for for I was the person to me that brought all this like Nego Bape stuff and uh, skateboarding into the the forefront and like showing you that I can still be who I am in this in this lifestyle of rappers where it's just like you know where you have Hove or where you had DMX or where you had Nas at that time he doesn't fit into that spectrum at all like he he got his shit popping with Nori. And then, like, comparing Noy, who's from Left Rack City, to Pharrell, who's from Virginia, like, and you have a band, and you worked with Teddy, Teddy Riley, and you wore tight shirts and stuff like that at a time when niggas was wearing mad baggy shit, like, that shows me that you, you could be who you want to be from the beginning. Like, we was listening to NERD really early on. Nobody from my neighborhood was listening to NERD. Yeah, I mean, the Pharrell thing is really inspiring, I think, to a lot of people, too. Like, Pharrell and Lupe... I think our Shout people Lupe that are, to God. Um, of course, but I think Pharrell and Lupe, and I think there's more, I'm not trying to single those two people out, but I think Pharrell and Lupe were people that came out and were, um, like, were, 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 were like, Pharrell was like, a, I, I'm not, Pharrell was like a band nerd, you know, and I think, yeah, that, like, that's exactly I think what that he was. Pharrell, I think, and Lupe, you know, who I know really well, his father was like, Lupe was like, yeah, my dad had like sur- army, army surplus stores and like, he was, his parents had him studying uh martial arts and like he was a he was a disciplined guy you know pharrell was pharrell was a music a band kid he was a disciplined guy and i think it's cool you know the the exciting thing about all this and like again like what you guys are doing is like i think kids of all kinds of income levels like this is the thing that like i didn't learn at school i was a terrible student i did go to i did fortunately get myself into a college and i did I, you know, I paid for it and I, you know, and I did finally pay it off and it's, it's a huge thing. It's crazy to put yourself through school, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you like, you don't, you can be from anywhere. This is, this is the equalizer, my friend. This is it. Music, fashion, culture. This is the equalizer. What you know makes you the most powerful person in the room. Mm -hmm. No amount of money. Like, like you look at people like what, you know. I don't know how kosher it is to talk about Kanye or or or. Talk about, <laughs> Go ahead, talk about, about Kanye all you no, want. It don't matter no, to me. The thing about the thing about Kanye is, I will say this: you can't erase what he's done. About, I won't talk about Kanye though. I'll talk about the people that he hires. Yeah. And he goes and gets people or Travis. You know, like this is someone I was. Uh, this is something I was talking about with Slade too. Travis, he's got Easy. You know, Easy from Chicago. Easy October. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got Easy from like in- all infinite of archives, these people. Yeah. All of all of these people. All of these people, you look at Kanye, Virgil, Ivan, you know, Don C, like all of these people have a brain trust. And I personally love talking to you guys like you and love, I'll, I'll talk all day long because I, I, that's all I ever wanted to be. I love my brothers. They're my, they're my little brothers. We're like the best, we're best friends. We'll, we do everything together. The, yeah. I always wanted, I always wanted them to be what they were. And I always wanted to be the brain trust. Mm-hmm. And we knew our roles and we knew you're going to go out there and be on stage and you're going to do that. And I'm going to do this thing. And it's, you have to have those parts. And I think today, right now you look at people and you're like, wow, like 
the people that are the you know like I love I love back to Pharrell I love what he does because he lifts up you know cactus plant is around him yeah. or like you with know Cynthia, Nigo with we used to work for him yeah yeah Nigo with Verdi like every you you there's a phrase that I always say to people I always say have a mentor be a mentor because yeah. the thing about it is you don't have to be the biggest dog in the room and you also don't have to be the little it's like if you if you stay in the middle if you have a mentor and you be a mentor you're never going to feel like you it's it, everybody that's an important place to be because you can look you can be like oh shit i need to talk to my og yeah and then it's always in OGs a moment you need to talk to yeah and in a moment when you learn like you guys are someone's og and then you also have Another, you have someone yeah. that you look to, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think that, like, I think that, like, it's very important, regardless of what culture you come from, what what financial background you have. I think when you say that, like, I work with, I've worked with so many. I've had so many mentors that have come from different places, and mm-hmm. I mean, it's crazy because I come from, you know, a different, like, a nothing financial background, and I, yeah. and I, I definitely can't, will not turn away from the fact that I. And pri- I'm privileged. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a white guy, you know. Like I think it's I think the the conversations that we have to have right now are are a lot about what are we doing as a community because for a long time, and that's another thing that excites me about what's going on in this whole thing is like you look at all these streetwear brands and respect to Eric Brunetti, respect to Fresh Jive, respect to all the different ones, but mm-hmm. it's like until you had FUBU, until you had these other brands that were like kind of sectioned off into being like urban brands and which is that's bullshit fubu is a streetwear brand like all these brands are streetwear brands you know it's like all this shit so but it's exciting now because i think for me i think that like you have people like kirby you have people like you know kirby at uh pierre moss you have people like salehi you have people like Rose. you have all these people and and they're bringing a wave of people that the josh bidez like you're bringing a wave of people behind them. You got Paisa boys. You got, I mean, so There's many, so many of them. So many of them. So right many now. different things, and it's it's um Blasi, you know, who was at Chinatown Market and went on, he's doing his own thing. Angelo like, from Awake. Angelo, everybody, and it's amazing. And I think what we have to do is, I think, and I'm like, I'm not saying, I'm saying, I'm a guy that's just studied all this from. I I stayed the constant student of all these people, and I'm a fan of mm-hmm. you know I've known I've known Brian Purcell since 2004. I've, like all these people, like all these people, I, I meet them and I'm like, yo, what you're doing is amazing. How can I help? How can you know? I, I try to support in every way that I can, and I think that like it's exciting time because I don't think you know when I used to go to trade shows in the year 2000, I went to my first trade show, and it was like Sean John is over here, Fat Farm is over there. You know, uh, Ruka is over there. This is over there, and it's like, man, it's all it's all together now. It's yeah, all together. It's all it's together like, now. Yeah. It's all together, and I think the history of people that came through it. You know, I was telling Slay, I was like, when I first met Dao Dao Yi, he was Diddy's assistant, or I wouldn't even say assistant. That's kind, of, but he was like Diddy's right hand, and mm-hmm. then he went on to do public school. And it's like, if you learn, if anybody out there has you know stuck with it listening i know i'm like i talk a lot but if anybody out there is stuck anybody that's stuck with this conversation listen do your research on who everybody is and you'll find out you know where angelo came from where uh aaron who did a, a new york thing came from everybody 
was uh, was working in a place or working around it. And I was really fortunate for my parents who were, you know, my dad wasn't really around. You know, my mom was my my parents. My my my, my mom was like, yo, just if you're around the thing, you end up getting a job in the thing. Go sweep a floor. Go. Yeah clean a bathroom, go do anything like don't, there's no thing too humble. And I, it's funny because like, I'll see people that do shit. I work on video sets. I work on, I worked on mood. I worked on everything. I'll see people that kind of are like, yeah, I just do the catering. And I'm like, Oh shit. Like what? Like, is, is it like, where, how long have you been doing it? Like, yo, you should maybe have your own catering company one day. Like, it's crazy. Cause like you, you can, you gotta start somewhere. And I think there's no job. Like I, if I list off the jobs my brothers and I had, you would be like, you would laugh because it's just like, cause, right. but the thing about it is everything that I do and, and some of the jobs that I have that have looked kind of glamorous have been for very little money, like super yeah. humble money. But the, the thing title is sounds like, better than what, what, it, what it should amen, be paid. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. But I did it cause I was like, yo, and I'm lucky because the person that I, my my partner who became my girlfriend that became my wife yeah. and is my partner in everything I do and is now, you know, the mother of my daughter and like, you know, I, like ride or die. There were a certain shit that I was doing and I would be like, man, like my friends would be like, what are you doing? Like you're spending money making a video for World's Fair. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I just, I want, I like, I like World's Fair. Do you manage World's Fair? Like, no, I don't manage them. I just, they're my, fr they're my friends in it. You know, I, I know, I know them and you know, like, I just think they're going to, I think they're dope. I think something's going to happen. I think they're dope. You know, like, yeah, it's you a know, feeling I, that you I get. did certain things. My, my, my wife, you know, I was like, yo, let me, I'm trying to get together like a thousand dollars to make a world's fair video or this. And like, my wife would be like, oh, that's cool. You know, she, she, she was my girl, my girlfriend at the time, but she was like super supportive. She wasn't like, what's the plan? Are you going to manage? She was just like, wow, like you can do it. And from there I had never. I had worked on MTV music videos. I had worked, but I was like, I think I, I think I could learn how to produce music videos. I think I could, and I got together and like I did it. And it's like the only way you're gonna learn how to do things is like make us. I was talking to an artist that I love. His name is Jay Howell. He's pretty super popping, and he still makes zines. He still makes 500 zines, cuts them, makes them at Kinkos, uses a copy machine, makes zines, and like hands them out to people. And I'm like, you sell art, like you sell yeah. art that people buy for thousands of dollars and you also walk around in public and hand out zines, people that don't know who you are, kids that are like, oh, Jay Howell, I like your art. He's like, here, have a zine. Like he's like, if you love what you do, you're going to do it every day. You're going to play guitar, whether you're on stage at the MTV Music Awards or you're just around, you know, like. And that's the thing I think that like we got to talk about as creatives and as like, you know, we're super fortunate because now we all can pick someone that we look up to. You know, you might look up to, you know, Sean, you might look up to Josh, you might look up to Aaron Levant who started Network. You might look up to, you know, you know, Takashi Murakami. You might look up to Pharrell. Yeah. The thing is like what you got to know is you're you get to be your own Pharrell to somebody else. You know, exactly. and that's that's super important because like I'm inspired, you know, the cool thing about like a sneaker or a song or like a shirt, you know, like you like pint, you like they, it gives you energy like you'll get up and work your ass off to get this sneaker. 
But what if, but what if, and, and I mean, you'll get it. I love, I love sneakers. I love art. I love music. I love all the culture aspects. But like when you get your own thing, like you have your podcast, right? Mm-hmm. It might not pay. You might, you're not Bodega Boys right now, but who's no. to say you're, you're not going to be, you know, That's, like yeah. you might, you, 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 you're, you're headed that way. You got 11 seasons. And the thing about it is when you get your thing with your friends, you know, your three or four friends, your five friends, your six friends, yeah. and you're like, yo, this is what we're going to do. Girls, guys, whatever it is, like we're going to do this thing. You invest in your shit and you get energy from your shit. And before, you know, um, before you are now those guys at round two, everybody knows the three of them or the whatever, the five of them, the six, like whoever's there. Like before you're that, before you're a gang of people that people, you know, Kanye's tribe or Jay's tribe, like we, all of its little tribes of people like doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Before you're that, you're just four or five guys riding around in a fucking Sentra or yeah, a, a dream. You know, a Civic, you know, like rolling, rolling around like, man, like that's why <laughs> that's why shit like eight mile is real because you're just like yeah you're just like that's so real because it's yeah. so fucking real like you're they're like you're like there's always cheddar bob there's always this guy who's like my cousin works at this place you know like that's yeah, it's real. just a friend it's, group man that's all it's it is super it's super special and the, the thing th- i the thing the thing i try to tell people is like my brothers and I, we've been, we've definitely been through it. Luckily, luckily we're related. We have a few other people. We have our VP that works with us. We have like 15 people that work at one company. We have 20 people that work at another company. We're super fortunate to like hire people now and bring people in and, and kind of give them this sort of ethos. The ethos is the most important because we're going to, we're going to make real things happen. Yeah. We're all going to like, you're going to make a living. Like you're going to, like you're going to make a living you're going to be great but the ethos and who you work with is very important because if you have the same idea and you're going for the same thing and you're together exactly. and you know like again like you you look at eight mile and you're like yo y'all need to get your your shit together like you shouldn't be banging each other's girls and stuff like that <laughs> like you need to you need to like get on the same page yeah. the thing is like your thing is like your friends and your group i don't care if it's like your your like what the mix is Guys, girls, gay, straight, tall, skinny, old, young. Yeah. You get a group of people together and they're de- dedicated to it. And that's why I will plug the brand that I worked for one time. Go ahead, go this ahead. This whole thing. So I worked for X Large and I sat, when I when I got into the fold with them, I was like, I want to go sit with the dude who started everything. This guy, Eli. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I emailed him and I was like, man, can I just buy you lunch? We had a two hour lunch and I was like, can I just buy you lunch? And I, I told him, I was like, look, I grew up in the middle of nowhere. I loved I loved skateboarding. I loved I loved all the music, you know, I loved everything. I, I lived in magazines because it wasn't where I there was we didn't have cable TV. There was no computers. We just got magazines and the magazines were what told you everything and the and the liner notes of records. You look at a tribe record and you, you you sort of see who everybody is. You look at a Beastie Boys record, you see you get like everybody was putting everybody else on. But I said the thing I like most about X Large and the thing I like about quote unquote streetwear is I could skate a little bit. I'm okay, you know, I can handle myself. But I wasn't a star athlete. I do you know, you can play basketball, you can play soccer, you can play what I wasn't a star athlete, I wasn't a, a amazing skater, I wasn't this, I wasn't that. But the thing about the whole quote unquote streetwear thing was like you didn't for X Large or, or or even fucked another another brand. You didn't have to like be that. Like they they were based in like 
yeah, like Mike D and the Beastie Boys played some basketball. They skated around. Jason Lee was a skater. Spike Jones took photographs and made video. All yeah. of the crew, all the crew did different things. And like, I was like, you know why I love that brand? Because it was a low barrier of entry. You could go to, like, if you made it to the store, you didn't, people weren't looking at your board when you walked in being like, oh, what kind like of skateboard you got? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like, like, and that's the thing for me. Like, I, I'm really happy for where, I mean, I know huge brands co-opt, huge, huge companies and huge things co-opt things. But, I mean, that's just part of the thing. You know, you're going to see a Gatorade commercial where there's someone like, yeah. streetwear gatorade it, it, you know, it like, comes it comes a time where you have to uh make some money from it at least where it's just like okay this is my passion project now i've been working it for, for for so long but i need something to accumulate from this so I'm, possibly i can take it somewhere else like we, what you're talking about to me is like the same reason why we like the brand amy on dior so much and tell what teddy's doing is because it brings like a a familiarity of like how things were like early 2000s with like skate shops and stuff like that when everything was around where it's more of like a community like you could go sit in front of Amy on Dior get a get a, uh, a coffee from the cafe cop some shit if you want if you don't they don't really look at you like with a stink eye of like uh you niggas just came in here just to look at shit and not really to buy anything like it's, it's still cool shit like to me that is that is really dope to me because like from what we see now is that everything that is high end is just being ripped from streetwear now? It's it's a hundred percent. And the thing about it is, I will say like, there's kids that DM me. We're we're about to we're like we don't sell stickers, and they I was like the new tag. This is like just low key like a little thing. Like all the tags on the shirts are mm-hmm. just tags. And I was like, when I was growing up in the '90s, all the tags were stickers. It was like yeah, like you, BBC. You, like, it had, had a little it had a little perforated thing and you would pull it off like when you mm-hmm. buy a pair of vans and there's a van sticker yeah. and i was like i want van i want all of these anymore, unfortunately I, oh i didn't even know that I, so i want i was like i want i didn't even know that man i, I didn't either. I want <laughs> i want everything that we have i was like i want to make a couple different stickers cuz we don't sell them and I, I don't really know i mean maybe you can sell them if they're if they're like you know a high you know a high quality, quality sticker or something yeah, like yeah. that you know but I was like, and you know, we we just went out and bought like a. I was like, go buy a hundred dollars in stamps, go get envelopes, and we're gonna put it on the Instagram. Like anybody that DMs us the address, we're gonna send out stamps to save the post office, and you know, try to do our part. But mm-hmm. I, I, what I have to tell you also for anyone that listens, anyone that's younger, anyone that's older, the energy of a brand doesn't just come from people that buy the brand. The energy. If there's kids out there, like I was telling the, I was telling the, everyone at X Large, I was like, "Yo, I need, I need 50 hats, and I need like 50 pairs of socks, and I just want to have them in my car. And when I see, like, if, if I can give that, if there's kids that are like, oh yeah, like I like X Large, like I'll give them stickers, I'll give them hats, I'll give them socks. Like to me, if you're, if you're out there and you're skating or you're like doing what you do, you're making music, you're, you're an artist, you're, mm-hmm. you're, bro, working. I worked at, man. I think I've had 40 jobs. I know my brothers have definitely had close to close to 100 because they got fired all the time. Like you get when you're coming up, you get fired all the time because you're like, I need I need this Saturday off. Like we're gonna open for this band. Yeah, we're gonna do something. Yeah, yeah. your boss your boss is like, you can't have Saturday off, and you're like, okay, I have to quit because I'm trying to make it in my band. You know, like we'll just play this show and then we'll get we'll get another job next week. But um, the thing is like. The thing is, like, I, I, you're making I, me feel energy, good about my job history. The energy, <laughs> the energy. Look, man. I'm. By the way, I'm not. 
I am not if if look, there are people out there that manage a Jamba Juice, and it's not a bad. That's not a bad managing a Starbucks, managing a Jamba Juice. If you're if you if you sell used cars, like there, we gotta understand, bro. There's we can't look. We gotta talk about this, okay? Give me a second. We gotta talk about this. Not everybody, not everybody can afford to go buy a bottle at a club. Not everybody can afford, you know, like like I'm working on a collaboration right now with a huge sneaker brand, and I said, can we put one bugaboo in this thing? Can we make the collaboration close to the regular cost of the shoe? And they were like, really? And I was like, yeah, I don't think our brand is gonna make money on the collaboration but it's a huge look it's a huge sneaker brand it's a huge shoe it'll it'll hopefully if everything goes right 2020 but i was like can we keep this like five dollars more than the rate because i was like i love what you do with this i love what you do with this brand i love what you do but i was like i i really really want people to set to learn about this to, to learn about this brand and to learn to learn about x large and x girl and i think kids are going to you know both of them are getting a lot of attention right now and I, I really want, you know, for what I'm doing, I want the barrier of entry to be super low. And the yeah. thing about it is not everybody can afford, not everybody is like, look, respect to all, everybody that has a high paying job and drives the car they drive. But you know, you might drive, look, you might drive, your car payment might be $150 a month, $200 a month. Mm-hmm. And you might, and you might be a manager of a Starbucks and you're still in the fucking culture. You're still supporting it. You're yeah. still going out and co- you're still going on copying things, whatever. Like, uh, you're still trying to get like you know a, a Virgil rug from IKEA. You're still look. <laughs> yeah. I think you should. I think you Not should that. have the life. I think you should have the life that you want. I don't think. I think. I think the conversation has to be. And that's like I don't own. That's what I'm saying. Like Mike from Chinatown was the first person to support. Um, we started MDDN. We were making music videos for artists that that were unsigned. Joel mm-hmm. was like, "Yo, Joel was like, here's a thousand bucks, go make a music video." And I was like, "Mike, Mike just started Chinatown," and I'm like, "Mike, I gotta make a music video. I need clothes for three dudes." And he'd be like, "He'd be like, well, oh sure, man." I'm like, "You don't know of them yet. They're gonna be, you know, it's gonna be popping. This, this, this." And he was like, "Yeah, bet." Like, it, like I was like, "I'm not greedy. I'll take like six pieces of clothing." And we always bounce them back. I'll tell you right now. Everything, everything my friends that own brands, this is like dead ass gonna be funny, but like everything my friends that own brands give me, I leave, even if I wear it, I leave the tag in it. Because there's no telling, an uh, artist is gonna be like, yo, we gotta, um, all that's, we work with a bu- all of our managers are like, yo, so-and-so's in town this week, they're shooting a video, you got any fits? And I'm like, let me put a rack together. And I'll take clothes <laughs> yeah, out of my yeah. own closet. Yeah. With the tag on it, the Chinatown jacket or this, and I'll throw. I'll be like, "Oh shit, they're close to my size." I'll throw it on a rack. I'll have two racks of clothes, and the artists will come in and they'll be like, "Oh, tight," and they'll take. Sometimes it happens pretty frequently that someone will take, and I'll be like, "Oh, I wore that jacket like two times. Like it's going to a better home. It's going on the front of a magazine. It's going in a music video. Like mm-hmm. I'm not on hella seating lists." And I'm telling you right now, what I'm trying to tell everyone that's listening and you guys yourselves, like. You don't like it's it look I will buy things and support my friends companies I I'm I believe that I we all have a place in the culture but I don't think that like everybody has to own everything you know I don't yeah. think I think it's I think I think we should be I think we have to teach smart consumption I think we have to teach I think there's people out there right now that like 
are confusing happiness with having you know yeah, and i think things, like yeah. like like bro i love like i love like that's why i love what sean's doing and i love pharrell and i i love people that are putting out messages i love Vashti's the old friend of mine like i love people that put you know i love people that put out messages like you don't have to be a vegan that's cool like you don't have to be go hiking you don't have to be skinny or 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 tall or this or that or, yeah, or just be you like you don't you just be you but i will say don't don't sit at home feeling like you're alone and disconnected like like reach out and i know that sounds super like helpliney and like i yeah. I, I might however i sound but like look like if you there i guarantee you you're gonna hit someone up and they're gonna be like yeah damn like like it's not like i have lots of cool shit and i give it away i'll tell you what the only thing that feels better than getting cool shit is me putting it on someone and seeing it in a magazine. There's so many ill things that I had where I'm like, damn, this is a fucking piece. And I'm not I'm not against anybody like collectors and like all the everybody who's dope, like, yo, they're dope. Like I love all these people. What I'm trying to teach the younger generation is is like, yo, don't don't value compete, material like, things. Don't 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 like look, value it for the energy of, like if I get a hold like like Sean's like, yo, I might have an extra pair of these um these Adidas? friends and family show. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, oh, bet. Like, I might have them. I might, I might not. Like, I don't care. Like, it's gonna. I'm gonna be like, oh, flex. Like, these are dope. But the thing about it is, like, it's the energy comes from, oh shit, seeing my. Fr- I took Sean. Like Sean talked about it on Jeff Staples podcast. Someone hit me up that I know, and they were like, yo, Adrian, who runs Jordan Brand, he's opening a new store. Take some homies with you, out to Santa Monica. And I hit up Sean and I was like, yo, do you want to go meet? I need, I need you to meet this dude. He runs Jordan brand. You got to meet, you got to meet some Nike heads. And I took that night, I took Sean and Ashley and I was like, I was like, Adrian, you have to meet this kid. He's the biggest supporter of, of your brand of Nike. He's, he's the biggest support. He, the round two, no, like round two was not known. And like, it, it felt so good to see Sean, that relationship happen. If just like I'm telling you, like when you get a new when you eat at a new restaurant and you're like, mm-hmm. yo, guys, this is the wait, spot. Wait, wait, before we get off the that story, only, was that the connection for the Air Max ninety seven ones? Was that the connection that started it, I, that? I, I think yeah, that's definitely I mean it's definitely where it started because that's definitely where it started because he Nike years ni- like not it was it was it was it was twenty I wanna say it was twenty fifteen. Yeah. Because like it was 2015 because I moved out here, and it was the end of 2015 because Nash wasn't born yet. They didn't. They weren't pregnant with Nash. But Sean, by the way, Sean didn't. I, I'm not in any way like I didn't do anything. Oh no no no! Sean I'm not saying made, that you made Sean the credit. Made, that was yeah, just the Sean, initial connection. Like that, yeah, yeah. That, Sean, you Sean, always Sean, need a connection for somebody to put you in a different space. Well, like, I was Nike, also, Nike right? definitely could have been like you know already seeing what he was doing because what he was doing was dope shit. But like the connection, it still needs to be made between that world and your world. Well, I was working for an agency out of New York called Epiphany. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Coltrane Curtis. He's an amazing. He started a. He started an agency. He created influencer marketing before anybody. Before anybody knew what it was, he was the first person to like give me a bike. You yeah. know, like a company. A company. He he cre- He really look up look up Epiphany. Coltrane's an amazing guy. Coltrane and. Everybody that he started with, his wife Lisa, who's also his partner in in the business, and I worked at an agency, and 
they put me on they they gave me sort of a voice to sort of like bring in certain people when i was in la when i moved to la i was working for coltrane i was like coltrane bro i met these kids yo like this is the next wave like they all moved out from virginia together and you know like i'm telling you like there's different like i was saying this the only thing that feels better than going to your favorite restaurant is taking someone who's never been when you take someone to john and vinnie's you're like yo we're, we're going to john and vinnie's and they're like what's that and you're like yo we're going to john and vinnie's like you're gonna you're gonna lose your shit and you go and you order that you're like yo you gotta try this you gotta try and your friend is like i don't know man like i don't want i don't really you're like don't worry i got it i'm i'm paying for it yeah your friend you watch them eat and you're like oh they're like oh shit this is this is the this is that work like you're like oh damn like like that's a the only thing that feels better you watch a movie you watch a movie you're like damn this movie is funny as shit you go to your boy's house you're like yo you got to watch this movie you, oh man you already saw it i'll watch it again bro it's hilarious yes yeah, fun you're putting watching, people like, on that's what it is like that's the joy that's the joy and nobody uses this word because it's a church word but that's the joy of the shit that's the joy <laughs> yeah straight up your aunt your mom and your aunt and people all oh, use the word they're like oh you have the joy of the lord no that joy is not it doesn't have to do with church the feeling of it is pure like oh shit when you take someone when you when you do you're like yo I got tickets to fucking see Cuddy. Yo, I got you a ticket. You're like, damn, your boy's like, oh shit, you got me a ticket? You go, you're like, yo man, thank you for bringing me to this show. This shit is lit as hell. Like, you you, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you, it's about sharing experiences. Only, yeah, well, what's, what's good of being uh, like successful by having somebody to share it with? Like, it's, that's, that's the dope shit about it is that you get to put people along from your neighborhood or from where you're from or your company Deadass. to do some shit that's different. Like, not from... Deadass. Like, it's just, it's just different shit. Like, like we say all the time, we were talking about having the freedom to create the other day because AB Dash just put out a book uh, the other day um, and it was just like when we were just talking about the process of it because we wanted to just know how to do something so later on we can perfect that to doing actually what we want to do so he put out a book and we've we've put out like clothes and made candles and shit just for the people that listen to us and stuff like that and we did the sticker things and we put and like for free we gave um matches like with with our logo and shit on it like it's just it's just dope I was shit delivering that shit in the rain hands hands it's, on delivering it, it's it's look look it's really, really, really hard to make a book. It's I've made a couple of them. We've made a couple of them. It's really, really hard. All this stuff is a labor of love. You get into it and you start to see, I think, and I encourage, you know, the thing about it is here's the deal. And this is going to blow your mind. Where we're at right now, culturally, like as, a, as an American and global, where we're at right now, I'm very, I'm the nerdiest guy you're ever going to meet. I'm very, very, very excited because making and doing are becoming cool again. You know, yeah. I think it's really cool that everybody is like bugging over Takashi. I think it's really cool that people are bugging over the things Pharrell or like, you know, Jaden Smith makes. I think it's dope. But I, I think I got to tell you, man, that's where we all came from. Everyone's like bugging off Modernica chairs and getting into Futura. Futura's like a, a longtime friend of, of mine and, yeah. and Sky, his manager, is an amazing guy. But I'm telling you what. It's people love Josh Bita. Like I'm telling you, it's dope because you're getting to see another person, a man or a woman, try. And this is the craziest thing. You know what is crazy about watching someone 
play basketball, watching a Michael Jordan or a P-Rod or someone like that, whoever, is that here's the thing that's amazing about a human watching another human try. You're watching someone, and even if they fail, even if you're watching P-Rod skate in some kind of crazy competition and he fails, you're like, ooh, he almost got it. And he gets up and he pushes and then he makes it. And you're like, yeah. You saw the child the human, in there. It's the human spirit. Yeah. Trying in front of the world is a daunting task. Watching, you know why people love, if, look, here's the fucking truth. We have earbuds, we have Apple Music, we have Spotify, we have Pandora, we have all this shit. Why would we ever leave our home to stand in a stadium to watch Drake or Migos or Eric Clapton or Katy Perry or anyone else perform a song? Because it's a human, it's a human, they're pretty lit. It's a human (laughs) thing. To see another person, uh, anyone, big or small, 300 people in a room, coffee house, anything. It's a very powerful thing to see another human try in front of the world and miss a dunk or miss a basket and then make it. Miss a skate trick, try to make a chair, try to make a thing. That's why we watch documentaries. I would encourage any – I watch documentaries about – like I watch three documentaries a week. While I'm, I mean, we, I'm we do too. You, you speak into the choir right now. We love live shows. We watch docs. We love streetwear shit. We love creating shit. Like it's just a freedom of creating. It's like that's like the most free you can ever be. Is just create whatever the fuck you wanted to create that just comes up I, in your mind. I was talking with my my guy runs Complex Con and they're doing this virtual Complex Con this year. Mm-hmm. I think it was announced, so I'm not leaking anything. <laughs> but I was telling him, I was like, I was like, look, my friend Dan does this thing called the Air Vegan. He's a vegan and he's all about which Nikes are vegan and supporting people that make vegan shoes and shit like that. And then Mm -hmm. Sean does Sean's thing. Everybody knows about Sean. Stella McCartney. Stella McCartney is kind of the OG. She, she, she with Adidas, uh, Stella McCartney started making, um, you know, uh, animal friendly materials. Yeah. Plant, plant. And so Stella's the OG Stella and, and, uh, Stella and, um, Stella and, um, and, um, and uh, Yoji Yamamoto were the first people that Adidas sort of like collaborated with in the way that they did. Yeah, with well, Y3 her, and her, all that. Yeah. Her, her and Yoji were the longest time. But Stella, I was like, yo, to my guy that does complex, I was like, yo, get Stella, get Dan from the Air Vegan, get Sean Witherspoon, maybe one other person. I was like, I'll be glad to moderate. I'll probably talk too much though. But the thing <laughs> is like these kinds of conversations and to the conversation of like trying like – like not everybody has to be – I don't rule – I. this is the thing my brothers taught me because they we, – we coming from nothing. It was like we were always like, eh, rich kids, this, that. The thing about it is like there's rich kids out there that are trying just as hard. So we yeah, can't, they do dope shit. We can't, yeah. we can't rule out anybody because their mom is famous or they're rich or they're – you know, we can't – we got to all get in a room. You know, it can't – like Jaden works his ass off. There's no – there's I'm not not that anybody you know has anything to say, but like mm-hmm. you can't look at some, like J, like Jaden and 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 um and 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 um and anyone else and anyone else that's that's working their way you know in any of the guys in Charlotte Charlotte's kind of bubbling right now I'm really happy for those guys um, anybody from anywhere like you can't we got to get in a room if we really love a, a hashtag culture we really yeah. love something <laughs> yeah. whatever it is. We got to get in a room and and there's a couple things that I'm seeing now too working with X large and working with X girl. I'm seeing like, yo, I'll blow your minds right now. I mean, maybe not, but I I started finding these skateboard companies 
that support trans skateboarders. And I was like, whoa. I was like, whoa, this is so amazing because I never – growing up skating, I never thought like how scary would it be if you were like a gay kid and you wanted to skate and there's all these dudes like how scary would it be? Like, you know, like it's in the same thing in like in the hip-hop music scene. It's like now people are are out and they're like – and I'm like so happy like that's not – that that's not that's not my life and that's not me but i'm happy that it's that it's that it's there and i fight for the justice for everybody because it makes the conversation like so much better it yeah. makes if, if, it, if it every, helps everything if, grow if you if you if, if you let everybody be in it if everybody's not able to have a like i'm not saying like i'm saying like the 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 the, the we have plenty of complaints about pop culture leaning one way or the other and the only reason pop culture or political things lean one way or the other is because everybody hasn't been given a voice and i'm i'm like i'm like look like if if you want to start a pot like i don't consider starting a podcast as a as a podcast alone i say you're a media you guys are a media company you're making books and you got a podcast you're bro you're you're, you make a zine you're making media You're, you're you're making a platform for people and i'm i'm grateful and indebted to you for like letting me come on your platform and and I respect your platform, you know? It's like, I, like I, for me, I just think it's crazy because I think, like, the next generation, you guys are in your 20s, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy because I'm, like, old enough to be your dad, but I feel like I'm, we're, <laughs> we're, like, I feel like we're on the same, I feel like we're in the same spot, you know? Yeah, I feel yeah. Like, we're, we listen to like, the I same talk, music. When, when I, like, no, nah, dead ass. Like, when I'm, I'm not, I, I'm also, like, I also suffer a little bit because I'm, like, stuck being a teenager because I think, that's another thing, and I openly talk about it. Like that's anybody a great who's place there, to be stuck in, though. Anybody who's out there suffering, like anybody who's going through a time, like whether you have a rough family life, whether you have a health issue. Some people have a great mom and great dad and have a health issue. Some people don't don't have don't like. There's all kinds of things going on in the world. The thing we gotta do is we gotta. This is a place. You know, I'm excited for what's going on with quote unquote streetwear because like I don't. Because anything is the first company to ever use streetwear in their brand name was vision streetwear mm-hmm. which which is kind of like not really strong or around right now but like all of these brands you know that 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 sort of like people saw and they were like you know someone saw fucked and they were like oh I, I want i i could do something like fucked or someone saw x large for me the my since i started working with x large a year and a half ago the first thing i was like yo i want to be in the instagram and now this is going to kill the DMs, but I was like, I want to look at the DMs and I want to see like there's kids hitting it up and they're like some I don't really care. I don't really care about followings. I don't I mean, respect to everybody who's who's dope and has a lot of people following them. But like, yeah. I don't I think I'm looking at people's message because the message is and I, again, like I'm not saying anybody has to be a saint, but I'm saying like the message is like if you're if you're someone that is, is doing something in your community and like you know creating and like letting other people come in and, and find 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 themselves and find mm-hmm. find their place in things like you're good with me and i i've been like that was when i met vashti and uh, i will drop her name because she's someone that i think a lot of people don't really know she's like super dope we do for sure we love vashti. that's the queen Bro, Vashti's they, the queen they, well they i mean i think that i think people see certain things th- sir when I met her, we were at coffee shop in Union Square. My brother had met her in Japan. Mm-hmm. I think at I think at I because Benji and Joel were really early on bait too. They were like, I mean like ninety nine, two thousand on bait, and yeah. and they had met her and we were in coffee shop and they and and she was like, oh and and 
turned out she lived across the street from me, like on 10th Street. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, she had, she had, a, she had a boyfriend and everything like that. It was like not any. I was not trying to like talk to her. I was like, oh, you're into the same shit I'm into. Yeah. She was trying to. She was making music. She was making. She borrowed my bike. One of the first things that ever like, I was like, oh, she's my friend now. Like, she came and she was like, yo, um, you got a bike, and I was like, yeah. She was like, can I borrow it? I'm making it for uh, making a, a video for this artist, and it was Kendrick. It was Kendrick. She was. She was making one of Kendrick's one of his first videos. She was, she hit me. She's like, I'm in LA. Do you know any kids with tattoos? I'm making a, a video for this kid, uh, Justin Bieber. He's having a house party. They want some people with tattoos. I was like, Yeah, I got a couple friends out there with tattoos. You know, they're they're co- they're good dudes. They'll cooperate. You know, but she did. She was not caking off those videos, bro. She was like, she was literally making videos for unknown crit. You know, like yeah. she's making videos for uh, Solange. So she's making videos for people. And I was like, damn, you're like me. You're fucking with people, not not off of, oh, it's it's like, you know, like I'd be like, hey, who's it for? And she'd be like, oh, Kendrick Lamar. I'm like, never heard of him. You know, like yeah, exactly. I didn't know. Now, didn't know yes, you would, but then you yeah. wouldn't have. Did like, and it's, it's, back? I did get my bike back. Yeah, of <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, of course I did. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy because like we were in New York just making stuff, you know, just like, and that's a, eventually... When I went to Nylon and I went to Marvin who founded Nylon, he he's been a he's been a friend for a lot, kind of a mentor. And I was yeah. like, Marvin, can I can I work at your magazine? And he was like, Well, soft spoken, amazing, wise guy. He's like, Well, we don't have a lot of money, and we actually, you know, we don't we don't even have a position open. And I was like, Man, just find just just find some like just just find some little bit of money so I can just like pay my rent you know and yeah. i was like literally i was literally flipping i was literally hunting vintage clothes flipping vintage clothes and working at nylon to like i was pay, i was paying to have my job this, i was literally yeah. paying to have i was literally paying to have my job but what came out of it was the guy and i told him we, we were talking last week on the phone and i was like man you're the one everywhere we went you sit front row i had never been to fashion week you sit front row you'd be like yeah he's with me and I would mm-hmm. sit front row at fashion shows for shit I didn't even know what it was. And I, you know, and and he was like, what do you think of that? And I'd be like, I'll just give my honest opinion. I wasn't trained in a school. I was just like, I would wear that. Like, that looks, that I could utilize, like, I'm a yeah. utility person. Like, if I can't utilize it, if it doesn't make some sense, like, I don't, I don't, it's not in my closet. I don't have anything that's like, you know, uh, you know, plastic pajamas you know like, I don't <laughs> yeah, have like unnecessary like, like that you know. yeah but but by the way as but by the way that said if people are making art i saw i went to so many jeremy i'll never forget early jeremy scott shows early 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 i remember i remember when i had seen kanye because i worked at um a music venue in dc mm-hmm. and i had seen kanye open for talib kwali and i he sort of got popping and I went to this Jeremy Scott show, and and they they bring in this guy. He sits right in front of me, and I'm like, oh, that's that guy Kanye. And and sitting next to him is Sarah from Colette, mm-hmm. and sitting next to her, like literally, I was sitting behind what would later become, you know, a th- a thing like a a, a whole culture. Yeah, you know? like, yeah. But it's yeah, like, sure. but it's like I got to sit, fr- I got to sit and see this stuff like right. I got to be right there with it because of Marvin. And he didn't shortchange me. He just didn't. His magazine didn't even have a place for me. But he, I earned my place. I ended up 
doing a lot of shit there, like crazy, crazy, there's crazy stories, you know? Yeah, and for the people who don't know what magazine you're talking about, what magazine are you talking about? Nylon magazine. Okay. And then, Nylon and Nylon guys. And right. like, Nylon is crazy because I got the Nylon and they gave me a Nylon e- email address and they were like, yo, like, can you do this? Can you do that? There was a bunch of shit I, I knew how to do that I was like, help. I started helping them out with. I became like, you know, the director of marketing for men's and then I then I then I became like a director of marketing and like all that is is like basically I was getting in twenty what fourteen this teenager hit me up, he's like, I got a t shirt line and uh it's coming out and like and I was like, I'll be the first person to I'll 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 put you in the magazine. It, it was it was Shane Gonzalez from Midnight. And yeah. like in in the same week this li- this little kid DM'd me and he's like, "Yo, I'm modeling for this T-shirt line. Um, yo, like, put me in the magazine." It was Ian Connor, and it was like, I later like, yeah. I later like, went, I later met him at like a, I don't know, it was like a, some random, fashion night out party. You know, it's like, but yeah. it's like for me, for me, it's like, for me, it's exciting because th- there's there's always a new, you know, I like I, right now. I'm like a huge, I'm a huge fan of Paisa Boys. I'm a I'm a huge fan of uh, Museum of Peace and Quiet. I'm a huge fan of like there's a couple praying. There's this brand praying that this kid Skyler's doing. Like I'm a huge fan of like kids doing their thing, and like I support it. I'll do anything I can to like get it on people and introduce them to the brand. And yeah. I just, you know, like I think we're all stewards, man. Like the biggest thing I can say is like you're using your platform right now. I really appreciate it. I I, I don't take it for granted. You will be, you know. Your own, whether you're whether you want to be Zane Lowe or you want to be Howard Stern or you want to be you know uh, Bodega Boys, like you will keep doing your thing and you will be that. And I'll be like, oh yeah, I remember those dudes. Like, yo, <laughs> they, they came up. Like, yeah, but that's Howard Stern would be pretty cool. Yeah, bro, that would be super dead, though, to be honest. It's dead. It's dead ass. I swear to God, everyone I know is like that. I can na- I can drop names to you all day long. That it's I don't that that that's crude. That's like weird. But yeah, I can tell like, you, yeah. I can tell you stories that will blow your mind. And it's like, cause my friends, I got a friend named Hollywood Holt. He, his name's Nigel. Rent, stayed, lived with me for a while. Like would come and crash at my my apartment in the East Village. Every day I would come out in that out of the, I'd come out of the bedroom. I'd be like, Yo, dog, what's up? Like he'd be up eating cereal on Facetime with Santo Gold, uh, fucking. MIA, uh, Mike Posner, and like these people were not even what they were, what they are now. And I'd be like, he'd be like, hey, say what's up to my boy Mike. He's he's a he goes to Duke. He's in North Carolina. I'm like, hey man, what's up, Mike? I went to school in North Carolina too. What's up? And he'd be like, hey, what's up? Good to meet you, Josh Mad. Like, and it's literally like the next time I saw him, he was like cooler than you, you know. And it's like <laughs> yeah, for yeah. me, it's like for me, it's like the most. Ex- it's exciting again, though. But he like, didn't have a nylon work email. I didn't have. No, 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 no. I you didn't have. But the, I, I didn't. But the thing is, no. That's a good point. That's a good point, though. All joking aside, I, I literally just put myself. This is another thing. I literally just put myself, and it, it, I'll tell you, people gave me a hard time. Kangle, the creative director at Kangle, the hat company. Yeah. He hit me. He hit me up, and he was like, "Yo, a friend of mine told me that you helped with this lookbook," and I was like, "Yeah, I, I had, even when I had no money, I was, I was still collecting vintage T-shirts and, you know, like random, 
I was getting APC jeans like for like twelve dollars, and like I would just like collect every size APC jeans, and then people would be like, "Can you style this thing?" And I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I got like forty vintage T-shirts, some APCs, some like wild different, some like wild vintage sneakers that I collected, and I just collect different, different. I I would look at, I would look at like a pair of a vintage Adidas, and then I'd be like, "Oh, they're twenty six dollars at this thrift store," and then I would look at my lunch money, and I'd be like. Fuck it, like I'm eating a dollar slice and I'm gonna buy these size ten Adidas that don't even fit me. You know, like <laughs> yeah. I'm a si- I'm a size yeah. like eight and a half, nine, you know? But yeah. I was just get it because I'm like, yo, these are a fucking lick. Like these are straight here, these are a lick, you know? And then yeah. people would hit me and they'd be like, Can you style this thing? And I'd be like, Bet, I can style it. Like like we only have like three hundred bucks and I I'm like, That's cool. Like I'm making my money back on all the shit I bought. That's the way I fucking saw it, you know? And and the, the creative director at Kangol hit me and a couple people hit me like that and had me style things and they're like yeah we only have like $1200 and i was like that bet that's like that's like most of my rent you know like that's what exactly, i'm going to do yeah. you know and that was before nylon and the, you know the girl that was in the kangol the, the girl was in the kangol i did like four seasons for them that was kim who is in all the asap rockies videos skater kim 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 is like kind of a legend as well but it's i met everybody I met Brian in an organic way, yeah, exactly. Like, dude, like, like Corey who does vintage frames. Everybody I met, my friends are like, "Yo, I'm about to go get coffee with this guy. You want to go?" And I'm like, "Sure, yeah, of course." You know? <laughs> okay. Like, before like, before we continue, how let's get let's get to like the background of how did you get into all of this? Like from the bottom to the beginning, how did you get into you know like fashion, music, uh, directing, DJing, being a director at. Uh, at extra large or working for Puma or stuff like that. How'd you get to this part of your of where you are now? It all started Yo. with the Cure. Uh, I mean, I do. I, I love the Cure. That that's that's interesting. You're like kind of like a Nard. That's like a Nard. <laughs> you're like Nardwar Junior right now. Um, I don't know if you guys like. I don't know if yeah, we like fuck with Nardwar. Nardwar's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but I'll tell you what. It started. It, it it the Cure was an interesting thing. There's a lot of stories about the Cure that that tie into my life jose canseco the cure like there's like a bunch of shit that's like that's like really in my background and now like things that are tattooed on me you know but i'll tell you this there's a good charlotte video called the anthem and in the anthem there joel's in a pool and he's wearing a fendi a bootleg uh dapper dan fendi jacket Mm -hmm. i bought that classic that's super dope that is super dope that's a bar (laughs) i bought that jacket I bought that jacket in PG County in a thrift store in Maryland. So when I got out of school, I I basically went to school because I didn't know where to go and I did, it was just not good at home, right? Mm-hmm. So I got out. So I got. I found a school that accepted me, gave me a good, gave me a good pay us back later, you know, deal. And yeah. I went there and I just worked two jobs. It worked. I worked two jobs and a job on campus. And I, I was different than everybody at my school. It was like lacrosse players and soccer players. And, you know, by the way, I love it. I mean, that's where I learned about the Grateful Dead. That's where I learned about Dave Matthews Band. That's where I learned about a bunch of shit I did not know about, right? Because mm-hmm. I was into largely, I've always been into Ice Cube and I've always been into Minor Threat. And I just like those two things are like some of my favorite, some of my favorite artists because I love Ice Cube and Minor Threat because both of them are very, if you listen to Predator, my my my, my favorite Ice Cube record, yeah. you, you're gonna hear political talk, and we need everybody needs to go listen to Predator right now. 
because that no that record makes no more sense than it that, like that makes the most sense right now that record yeah. everybody should listen to predator ice cubes predator My, minor threat and 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 fugazi the same thing it's two artists talking about political po politics and people and like what we have to do and i don't completely align with everybody's thinking like you know, but I do, but I do feel the power and excitement, both both Ice Cube and and, and Minor Threat, Fugazi. You know, yeah. And what happened was I graduated, and my brothers are like, they started their band pretty much the year I went off. They started in 1996. I went off to college in '95. I never really came back. I came back just to kick it with them sometimes. Mm -hmm. uh, home was just not good. They For those moved who don't out. know, Josh's brothers are from the band Good Charlotte. Good Charlotte, yeah. So Benjamin and Joel had moved out they were 16 when they were 16 17 they moved out and they, they 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 had their band for like five years and then all of a sudden they're like yo we're signing a record deal and i'm like what like that's crazy you know and it's like i've been telling my friends my brother's in a band my brother's in a band. you know they play music they're in a band you know like you tell all your friends my friends are you know rapper my friend does art whatever yeah so i was in maryland i was working at a coffee shop graduated didn't know what i was gonna do with my life and I was literally doing what I always did in college, did it in high school. I was flipping shirts in high school. I was flipping shirts that I bought for, you know, 15 bucks for 35 bucks in high school, like as a, as a little kid. You know, it was, there was no internet. Was, at that time? Uh, girl skateboards, um, different Different work shirt work shirts were always big like work shirts with like the name on them yeah you know, like, like mechanic shirts and shit like like yeah yeah like I was going out and I was finding like dope work shirts with like funny names on them and then like a cool logo on the back work shirts bowling shirts with like stitching you know like chain stitching yeah. like everything that's that ironic because that that shit was popping when I was growing up here where we'd get um. Our fathers who were like mechanics, like my father who worked at, he was a carpenter, so he would have a work shirt. And my homeboys, whose fathers used to be mechanics and shit, we'd wear their shirts to school. Bro, look at, dude, look at Naughty by Nature, look at, look at Naughty by Nature, look at, uh, look at the Beastie Boys, look at any, look at anybody, even, I mean, everybody was wearing like work clothes, it was the yeah, 90s, I mean, exactly. that, that's what it was. So the thing is, I was, I was going and finding bowling shirts, you know, work shirts, uh, I would order from skate catalogs because there was no skate shops in our area. I would order like it was different back then. Like Very you would just different. order from, you would order a black a black and white thumbnail, and it would be like navy, forest green, or burgundy. And like, what's your first choice? What's your second choice? Because by the time they got your your cash or your check or whatever, it'd be it might gone, be sold yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. So so dead ass, I was just ordering like I was working at a pizza spot, and I was like. At 15, I got my first job, and I started just like, I started doing that. And I had my clothes. It was crazy because in my closet, my clothes are all hung. You know, like, bro, we were really poor. All my clothes were hung facing a direction, and I would come home, and Benjamin and Joel were younger, and something would be hung different. And I'd be like, man, did you wear this shirt today? It's hung <laughs> up facing the wrong way. Like, you know, like, it was really, yeah. we would fight, you know, like, but it was always so, what happened was when I graduated college, I was working at a, at a at a little coffee shop, and I was still I was just trying. I was driving there. They had a beat up Volkswagen, and I, they were like, "We're going off to make a record." And I was like, "Congratulations, guys!" Wait, you know, Josh, like I hate to cut you off. Can I yeah. Ask, did you see the movie Mid '90s? Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you Congrats relate to Jonah to Hill, brother? No, I wasn't. I was the I was opposite. <laughs> I was I was totally opposite. I was I was the opposite of that dude. Like I was like. 
I was like, I, I was the brother. Like my mom was, my mom was always like, my mom was always like, you are the best older brother because uh, if someone was like, here, little, here, here, you want a lollipop? I'd be like, can I get two more for my brothers? You know, like I had yeah. me a year, Good a man. year later, my brothers are born. A year later, my sisters. There was, there was four kids in my family. We were all in high school at the same time. We were all in high school together. I drove my siblings like. When I got a job at the mall, it was like 45 minutes away. All my siblings were able to get a job at the mall because I would drive all of us to work. You know, like yeah. we were all – we were like thick as thieves. Like we were just together and we were always – that's how they were They were listening to my music and like we, they were like wearing my clothes. And that's how when, when the band got signed, I was in – I was in uh, – I was over in PG County and I was in this thrift store that I found. I, w I was – because there's no – bro, there's no Google Maps. There's no fucking computer. There's no like – like this is like 99, 2000. Yeah. And I found this Dapper Dan Fendi suit. It was pants and a jacket and it was five bucks. That's five crazy. $5. It was crazy. a dollar. It was a dollar in the right pocket. In the right pocket of the jacket, there was a dollar. So you and got I took the dollar out. <laughs> and I saw Joel. Joel and Ben came back to D.C. for like a week. And they're like, yo, we're going to California. Like when they got signed, I saw them like for for three years when they got signed. We only saw each other like for like a week at a time. Oh, you because didn't go with just, them like, at they the were, time. They, I, I would go with them like for like a week and then I had to come home. Because I like I, I don't you like you, we don't have money. Like, like yeah. I never took money from them. Like they weren't like, oh, yeah, we're signed. Here's like 50 racks. Like it was not like that. Like. Back then, you didn't get like when you got signed, your money didn't come for a long time. Like now, if you go to a concert and you buy a T-shirt, that it you got like Venmo, you got PayPal, you got all this stuff. Like you can walk away that night and shits in your bank account. Like the way it was back then, the merch company sold your merch. You did you would go on tour for like two tours and not get any. Like you, that's why people got uh, people would get like four hundred racks like after being signed for like a year and a half. Mm -hmm. All your money came in at once because it was like it was a different, different That's time. Odd. Yeah, but like it's totally different. But so so the I found I found that, that. why it was everything was wild. So everything was so different back then. But I I found that jacket and I saw Joel and I was like, Yo, check this out, man. You need to wear this. Like you need you should wear this on stage. And like that's what I, I was always like. Hey, man, take these shoes. Like take these. Take this. Like this is really this is dope. I was customizing sneakers. I was customizing different things and like they would wear it. like Joel would be like oh man cool and like that jacket that I bought for five dollars the next time I saw it I didn't have it I didn't even have a TV mm -hmm. I didn't even I, I was living in DC off Georgia Avenue working at the 930 club I didn't even have I didn't even have hot water for a good six months because I couldn't pay my bills I was I was showering at the club and I was at I was at my friend's house and they're like Yo, your brother's new video is crazy, and I saw it, and I was like, "Holy shit, the jacket!" You know, like, I was like, "The jacket that he's wearing, the jacket," and it's it became like, it became like the like they they started kind of like being like, "Yo, we got a award show, MTV, we're playing the MTV Awards." Like, yeah, can you can you like find some stuff, like find some. So find he basically some became the stylist after a while. Yeah, but there was no. But there was no such thing as a stylist at the time. Like, like no, like definitely not like a dude. There was like movie stylist. There was not no dude. 
There was no like dude <laughs> yeah, like yeah, there's no hey what's up everybody that, yeah. like there was definitely no dude stylist like walking up on the scene like there was like people at the magazine that like pulled like a stylist was someone at a magazine that pulled together clothes of people that were advertisers. Yeah, that's basically. really what that's really what you don't know. Like you're looking at like Vibe magazine or something like that, and you're like, oh, like dope, like they're wearing this, but you don't realize that they're wearing Echo and there's an Echo ad, you know, because you would go to the photo shoot if you're if you're you know whoever whatever magazine you go to the photo shoot and you're like, oh, you're here, like Brad Pitt, like here's a rack of clothing, and it's like, oh, it's Versace because they're they're advertising yeah, in GQ, yeah, you know. Exactly, it's yeah. it's changed up a little bit. I think Matthew Henson, big shout out Matthew Henson, big shout out to like Easy, big shout out to everybody who's out there sort of like being, I think, kind of what I was originally for them. And mm -hmm. it's not like, by the way, Benj and Joel have like impeccable taste and they both have like ridiculous closets, like their closets body because they started in 90, they started going to Japan in like 99, 2000. So they mm -hmm. were getting, they were getting undercover. Joel has like crazy, like number nine like all that stuff they were getting it before it was even expensive like 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 hot you know and like yeah from the outside looking like, in you wouldn't even think that like like uh, saying it like at that time and too like in the 90s and the 2000s like a rock band being in the bait it doesn't really you know really recollect like that but they're in the book i mean you can you can look at the bait the first oh, no, bait i've seen it yeah but i'm saying yeah. like if looking from the outside looking in you wouldn't think that like that would be like uh, it's kind of like a Billie Eilish thing. Like she, she's just a, a, a singer, and like, but like a young white little girl. Like she, but she's into the same shit everybody else is into. Yeah, I mean, it's really about who. It's again, though, it's really about who you put in your brain trust and like exactly. your cabinet. You know, it's like it's the same thing. Like my brothers, like they're why I I I'm the brother that I ended up studying business. I was an art. I was an art kid. And I went to school in North Carolina, and I was like, I want to study art. And the people at the school were like, yo, you didn't read the brochure. We're not an art school. We're education and business. And I was like, I'm not going to teach art, respect to art teachers, but I'll, I'll do business. I'll, I'll, I'll figure out some kind of business or thing. I studied econ, and I studied marketing. And then when I got out, here I am, in, here I am living in, you know, in, in the DMV, like, you know, working at a coffee shop. And then, and then – we started a brand. I'll try to speed up a little bit because we're going long. But I, we started a brand. The brand got really popping. Um, I, I'll tell you this. Before Benj and Joel blew up, I was going to magazine stores in Georgetown. I would take the train. I'd go to these really dope magazine stores in Georgetown. I would take a pen and a paper, and I would look at the masthead of a magazine yeah. at who was the editorial, the fashion director. So when we started our brand – I took that home and I would send boxes to the to the fashion directors. There was no again, I didn't have a computer till I was 24 and I couldn't afford one. I, I got my first Apple computer laptop when I was 24. So I was literally just going to magazines and I was like going to Mass Appeal, Slam, uh Vibe, like any magazine that I was like, "Oh, like like Trans World." I was like the our idea was like already the streetwear vibe it wasn't like oh this is for this or alternative press or double xl it was like the same thing to me by yeah. the way alternative press and double xl are the same fucking thing it's just like <laughs> yeah they, they're the same fucking thing it's the exactly. same motherfucking thing exactly it's stupid it's dope that they both exist but like i love both magazines and my biggest thing is like yo double xl is pretty alternative for hip-hop Mm -hmm. And an alternative press is alternative for, for rock music. You know, it's not just 
you know, Ozzy Osbourne and, and shit like that. It's other yeah. stuff too. Love to Ozzy, but you know, it's yeah, like, I it's like, I, I, you know, I love alternative press cause it's like when I used to get it, when I used to look at it, it was like nine inch nails, you know, like all kinds of crazy shit on there. But to the point I, when we had this little brand, I started just getting, I would get, I would look in the magazine masthead. I would get the address of the magazine. I'd be like, Oh, that's the fashion director. And then I'll put together a little box, a hoodie, some socks, a hat, and I'd mail it to him. And it started going off. It started getting in all these magazines because people were just like, damn, like it, I think seeding wasn't a thing at the time. There was mm -hmm. no such thing. Like it was just me, like brands. I don't think streetwear brands were like, I don't think anybody at a streetwear brand was like looking up a masthead and like sending it to some random, you know, style director at J14. Or like, I, I was like, I was literally living in DC, working at the 9:30 club. My my roommates would all go to work in the morning. I would wake up, I would take a shower, and I'd go and I would pull all the boxes out and I would just make boxes. And mm -hmm. I literally just like we had a little online store, and every bit of money that came in just went into making more. And no money got pulled out for like three years, dead ass three years. Yeah. By the time Good Charlotte popped. And the brand was big. My their accountant, who was handling our brand, was like, "Yo, you guys have a bunch of money in the bank. You need to do what they call a disbursement. It's too much money." And I got 150 racks. So here I am, broke as fuck, and I get 150 racks. And I'm 100. I'm telling you guys like too much information right now. I owed my college. <laughs> I owed my college. Yeah. I owed my college. I owed my college. 120 racks, right? For 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 my for going to college, mm -hmm. I took 120 racks and paid that college. I got I got I didn't have a bank account, motherfucker. I didn't have a bank account. I <laughs> That's get, crazy. I couldn't I couldn't even get a bank account because I had no dental. I had no health care. I'm working at the 9:30 Club, which is an amazing job. I'm seeing like the craziest shows for two years. I'm I'm working every night, eating yeah. out of the dressing rooms. Like I was the guy that cleaned up the dressing room at the end of the night. I'd be like. Man, there's half a bag of bagels left in here. Like, oop, that's going with me. You know, I was like, I was seeing, I was seeing like the crazy, I saw the most members of Wu-Tang Clan you're ever going to see on one stage. I saw, <laughs> I saw fucking, I saw Taking Back Sunday on their first tour. I saw, like, I saw George Clinton. I saw every fucking, saw Dolly Parton. I saw everyone because I just worked, I worked load into loadout. And, and at the time, now I'm hunting, you know, when I can get the thrift stores and whatever, I'm hunting some, you know hunting some here and there, trying to provide GC with what I got, you know. And then we start this little brand. I'm doing this brand. I'm sending boxes out. And they're like, yo, you've been doing this brand for a couple of years. Um, you got a disbursement. I'm like, whoa, I got a bank account. I paid my taxes. I had not paid taxes for years. I bought my fucking <laughs> life You want us back, to cut that bro. out? <laughs> we can what? cut that out if you want. <laughs> no, no, my, my, no, I'm good on taxes now. I'm great. Okay, I'm all right, fine. Take a chair. No, I... I took 120 racks and I paid back my college and I took the other money. I paid back my taxes, which weren't crazy because I wasn't making that much money. Yeah. I was living off paper, fully living off paper. And I took the rest of the money and moved to New York. So I moved to New York. I didn't know anybody there except for my brother's manager, who's mm -hmm. kind of a doofus. He's an old manager. <laughs> and he did. He had never managed a band before. He was, he was the first band he ever managed. Bless his heart. And... 
I get a I get a I get a little studio apartment a block from where their office is and he's like yo you can have this little space in here and you can run the clothing brand out of this thing and I did that for a while and we a lot of cool things happened with it um a big problem with it is we had, didn't even know at the time how to get a trademark we never bought the trademark we never we never did any of the shit you're supposed to do when yeah. you start a brand you know and so it, it ended up it ended up like being a fucking it ended up being tough it was a nightmare you know it's like and I, everything that i ever made from that brand and i love that brand and i love my brothers for trusting me they were like they were like joel gave me the first 500 dollars. he was like he was like go make some hoodies and some t-shirts and that 500 dollars grew to be that brand and when i when we shut the brand down i was already i had moved to new york and i was already like DJing a little bit a girl that I knew invited me to DJ. I had never DJed I DJing I met in 2004. I met Steve Aoki. He was not he was Not Steve Aoki at the time. I mean he yeah. was Steve Aoki, but and he became a friend of my family And I was like from the minute I met him. I was like, bro You're like the green day of DJing, you know, like I told him I was like you're the green day of DJing bro You're like you're gonna be huge and like I just have stories from my New York time from that like that like just being my friend sarah she she discovered the killers i was hanging out with the killers and then they got signed like there's just all these different things where like if you're in the scene if you're yeah. around it you just meet it's like it's like that spot in atlanta wish where people are like yeah everybody came from wish you know yeah, like, wish I, yeah, like, yeah like, like frank coke Trinidad, and everybody came Trin, out Trinidad, Trinidad james like everybody worked at wish yeah. or was around with like it's like those those things I've never even been to Wish, but shout out to Wish. I've been like, to Wish before. Those, shout out to Wish. Those, 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 you know, uh, fucking, um, you know, like those spots that become hubs. Mm -hmm. That's why that's my dream. Like, like you ask about, did they ever get the beanbags? Like, that's my dream is to have a spot where people come where and just chill. Kids can. Yeah. So no, that's what I'm saying. When you ask about like, did did they get the beanbag? Like, my dream. Is we kind of have that now. We have a compound here in in Burbank where like we have recording studios, um, every, all kinds of stuff. Like everybody's been through here. Lots of people worked here. It's a legendary space. We bought it. My brothers and I bought it, and we're kind of like building all of our companies out of this compound. But like my my thing that I'm trying to talk about, I guess, is like when you go. I was broke in New York, man. I mm -hmm. was broke with a capital B, man. Like I was so broke. But I but I literally like. I crashed on my friend Sarah's couch for a while. I lived here. I lived, you know, I, I, I had a studio. Then when we ended the brand, I was like, I had, I think I walked with like 20 racks or something like 15 racks. Yeah. I went and I went and like made that last for a little while. I was DJing that didn't make any money. We were DJing like for like 200 bucks, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And like I started, I started the styling thing happened because I was, I, I've always collected I'm a pack rat. I definitely am OCD and I collect things. And like I had, I just had, I've always had, like I've always found shit. I bought a Nirvana t-shirt at Beacon's Closet for 17 bucks and flipped it for 500 bucks. You know, <laughs> basically like, exactly like, what it is now. Yeah. No, no. But I, I, I bought that t-shirt in like, Oh, seven, maybe yeah. it was a bootleg Nirvana t-shirt. And then like, my daughter was born and I loved it and I, you know, but my daughter was born and I was like, yeah, it's time to like, I got to let this go. And like people, like I have a, I have like eight or nine racks of clothes right now that are all like 
90s skate clothes, band tees, whatever. Like everything I've ever had. That's another thing for anybody that's listened this far. Mm-hmm. Everything I've ever had, I've had at least twice. I had it. I sold it. And, and got then it again. I loved it. I got it again. Usually that's how it then, works, you know, though, to be honest. Deadass. Deadass. It'll like come I, back. Like, like you keep everything clean because you're like, oh, if I got to flip these, you know, it's like. And I, by the way, I'm not about like flexing, taking advantage of people, trying to rip people off. Like my whole thing has always been like, like I've never like uh, people I'm shouting out like I don't I don't want anything from them. I'm not trying to beat like like even going hiking with Slay. I told him I was like, I'm not on any seating list. I'm not trying to get any shoes. I'm not trying to I'm like, I'll buy I'll buy shoes. I'll do whatever. But yeah. I what I want from people is connectivity and 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 like friendship and like I know right now that if I call anyone in my phone, they'll pick up in three rings. That's the sign right there. If you keep good, if you keep good relationships, if you keep good rela- if people know when the phone rings, I'm bringing an opportunity or money or good friendship or whatever it is. Like I'm not calling to be like, hey man, like mm, you know, like fuck that. Like if I'm calling you, like something's up, you know. Like exactly, if calling, yeah. And it's if one of those things where it's just like uh, relationships can take you a lot further than anything else can. Deadass, deadass. And I told, hmm. Uh, I was telling someone the other day, you know, the reason that we do management now is because Ben and Joel, you know, that we're all older, we're all over 40. And it's yeah. like, yo, it's not, it's not my time to be in the spotlight. Like they're, they're not trying to be, we've managed 15, 16 different bands, artists. It's all different people. And nothing we manage is anything like anything else. It's anti-flag, Bishop Briggs, K Camp, Cookie Kawhi, Water Parks, Chase Atlantic. It's all different. Everything is different. From the other thing none of none of the things are like the other thing and we they're not trying to be on records or be you know whatever like we we have the experience which is very expensive you think we never got took you think we never got like oh shit like oh damn like fuck like yeah, okay well, so, so talk, we, to, talk to about some of those experiences about like uh, <laughs> early on artists artist or like early on as a stylist or as a writer about how you can watch out for the uh, the bullshit that uh, companies will try to get you with whether that be contracts or whether that be with with verbiage that you're not familiar with i think you i think this i think you just have to be i i i, I it's it's dangerous to talk about situate like I definitely have enough situations on my own that I can talk about, but I will say this. And brand you know, again though, brands aren't evil, this, that. Yeah, I think yeah. people are I think people are scared. I think if you do a project with your boy or your homie or some friends and you find out after the fact that you got five hundred bucks and everybody else took this other much, mm-hmm. like and you're like, damn, I didn't you're like, oh, like th- look, let me just tell you, for anybody that ever had that situation happen, you do something and, and the partnership is weird. That shit is fear-based. Anybody that rips you off, they're, I'm not even saying that they're an evil motherfucker. They are afraid. They're afraid anytime anybody's like, like I share ideas openly and I've seen them on, I, I've seen them literally, literally brand, literally, literally people got brands where it's like, I remember talking about that idea. Yeah. I remember I remember I remember talking with my boy being like, yo, you know what would be cool? You know what really needs to do? And like then they're like, oh yeah, and like you see it a year later and you're like, oh damn, that was my idea. Oh shit, okay. Like that's interesting, you know? Mm-hmm. That's that shit not sharing with people 
and not being like not being like hey man we're about to make this thing like do we need to cut you in like my my answer most of the time would be like nah bro like thanks for the call that's really i'm really excited can you give me one like but people that don't cut you in they're fucking scared they're scared that they're they they're scared they're not gonna have good ideas they're like i'm not scared i have i have cr- like stupid ideas every day and they, exactly. that's why that's why like the creative director thing is a really is a really interesting title because you're not really like you're not really like this like like oh uh, like designer like you're not exactly. like angels yeah. like not yeah. like angel like the door flies open and angels and like you're in the clouds and you got a halo and all of a sudden you're this like dude you're actually really a problem solver like you're actually really like people are like yeah we have to do this thing like how can we you know like what's something interesting what's something like you're a problem the creative director thing was like really it's like everybody wants to wanted to be a dj now everybody's being creative directors and i'm not shitting on that by the way it's yeah. an amazing job it's really hard it's really really hard because you have to be, have the answers for like campaigns products it's it's like, more of a directing of vision than you basically being hands-on that's kind of like you can kind of speak to that that light more of like where a person might think that just because virgil is the creative director of louis vuitton that everything that is made and comes out of that is him bro you don't know and i'm not speaking for virgil but like you don't know like they could be like virgil we really want white jackets and he might be like okay what can i do with white jackets like you don't know like they might be like oh yeah we're like i don't think for a second and by the way maybe you know i'm guessing virgil does have a lot of control or anyone else you know but the thing is like you can't imagine that teddy or angelo or any people that you mentioned or or the dude what's his name from noah Brendan Bat- Batterson. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You 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 can't imagine that somebody's just sitting there, uh, you know, eating a eating a fucking Twizzler, looking at the fucking sky, and they just go, "Hey, I'm gonna make uh, this thing." Like, it's really some of it is intuition, some of it is inspiration, but like a lot of when you see successful shit, you're like, "Oh, like people are like, oh, you know what the world needs right now? The world needs this." This is what the world this is what will really do good in the world, you know? And mm-hmm. shit that by the way, shit that's silly and like d- not needed, like there's definitely cool shit that's silly and like I I I have plenty of silly shit, but what I'm saying like like before, like I love Jeremy Scott. I think Jeremy Scott is important. I think he's necessary yeah. and I and I just love him as a person and I love he's a nice guy. He's a really nice guy. He's he's the he's but he does silly stuff and you're like it's entertaining. And if you have the money to do, I don't think Jeremy Scott's out here telling you, telling anybody like, "Oh, bitch, if you don't buy my plastic cowboy hat, you're you're you're, you know, you're yeah, not yeah. cool." Yeah. Like he's dope. Jeremy Scott is dope, and I think what he did with Swatch, and I think what he did with Adidas, speaks for itself. You know, he's done dope shit, and he's he's dope. I think the thing that if you really want to see what's what's really gonna go is like people that make things that are necessary and people that. If you have a brand, people always ask me, they're like, hey, can you have advice? I'm like, I don't really have any advice. I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm someone that people want advice from. I will say this as a person, mm-hmm. I'm really I'm really buying what I need, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I'm really bu- I'm really buying what I need, especially in these times. And I'm and I'm I live I deliberately live a life I believe in living like a life within my means and live like my like I live a very you're I doubt you're going to see me very much like and be like, oh, damn, he's flexing. Like, I, there's definitely flexes, but I'm not – that's not the point of the whole thing for me. The point of the whole thing is the conversation and also 
like living like i'm just a per i'm just a worker among workers you know yeah i'm just a guy i'm just like you i'm just doing the same thing you're doing today i got up at 6 a.m with my daughter i get i i'm with her for a certain amount of time then i work and i go home and i'm with her again then i'm up until about 1 32 a.m just working, researching with shit. Work, yeah. working with japan i work with japan and by the way sunday is japan's monday so it's six days a week 6 a.m. to 1.30 or 2 a.m. And it's it's not a bad life. It's an amazing life doing what I want to do. I continually research. My Instagram is a place like what I, my stories. I'm just trying to put stuff out there. Some stuff I put out, like I get like 100 DMs like, yo, what are those shoes? And I'm like, oh, these are just some rare-ass old Adidas I, I found looking for something else, working on a project, looking – you know, I share shit with the world. Yeah. And I have to tell every – As it should I be. Tell every, I have to tell everybody – if you have an idea and you share it with some friends and someone does it, let it go, man. Because you 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 like if you hold on to any one idea too tight, that's gonna be your last good idea. You know exactly. Yeah. Like, and we love to talk about Tinker, who's amazing. We love to talk about different designers. And you know what I see when I study those guys and 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 girls and men and women, I see people that are just just swimming in it. You know, just doing living in the fucking life, living in the. I talk about what I say about this thing is it's like surfing, right? Yeah. The best surfer in the world is whoever was the best surfer today. If you didn't surf today, you weren't the best surfer in the world today. If you did not get in the water and surf today, the guy who got in the water or the girl who got in the water and surfed today and caught the biggest wave, they were the best surfer in the world today. So that's what that's all about for me. If you're the if you're the no the best in the world is the person who did it today. That's a pretty So I'm trying I'm trying to be I'm trying to be the best. The be I don't know if I'm the best in the world. I try to be a nice guy. You know, I'm like anybody else. I don't know that I'm really nice. I try to, I try to be as nice to the world as I can. I try to be fair. I try to be. We're nice guys. You know, we we're we're yeah. moral people. We love yeah. our wives. We do we do our thing. But the thing is, man, all I'm trying to say is like, for this conversation, for the kids coming up, for anybody who listens, I want them to hear like, do the shit every day, whether you got a Bro, there are – I know people that have lawn service companies that that do – make crazy bank and work yeah. for crazy clients. And I'm just like any – I think what's going on in the world right now, I think pe people have to understand. Like being one thing – you know, being – 2 chains started the conversation. He said rap or go to the league. But like the thing about it is like that's, that's an interesting conversation though, man, because we got out with the band and it was like – what are you going to do? You're going to play baseball or football, or are you going to be in a band? Like that—that that was the only way out of the town. Especially coming There's from no a small out. town, where like Bro. we don't have as much opportunities. Especially in your time, where we don't have as much opportunities, like in New York, where like you don't know a friend who's a designer, you don't know a friend who is an artist or a poet or who runs this like uh, print shop or something like that. In a small town, it is harder to make. It's and still in this day, but it's it's a lot easier than it was in your time. Dead, dead, bro, dead ass. And the thing. I was at a nylon part. I was at a nylon party in like 0304, and I was—I forget—I don't think I was DJing. I was around all of it. I think—I think I started DJing around that time. And a guy—I was sitting at a table with a bunch of kids that I knew, and a guy was sitting near us. And all, everybody was up, like doing their thing. I don't drink. I don't. I don't smoke. I don't do anything. And I was sitting there. I think I smoked cig cigarettes at the time. But I was like sitting there. It was like on a rooftop. It was a nylon party. It was popping his shit. And this guy's like, hey, man, what's up? And I'm like, hey, good good to meet you, man. And he's like, 
he's like, are you having fun? Like, this is cool. And I'm like, yeah, this is crazy, you know. And he was like, hey, I'm Marvin. And it was fucking the guy from Nylon. And he's like, he's like, how do you know those kids? And I'm like, oh, that's my friend Sarah. That's Lee. That's this person. And, like, he's like, oh, cool. He's, he started talking to me. And he was like, oh, let's catch up. You know, like, he was, he was like, talk, he started talking to me about the, the culture, like fashion and stuff like that. And yeah. I knew, I, I, I knew because I continually was doing research about shit. And he's like, man, you really know your shit. He's like, yo, like, you want to come through and get lunch? And I was like, sure. And I went and got lunch with him like a couple days later. And he just became like a guy that uh, I'm talking just like I talk. This is how I talk all the time, every day, like sharing everything. Just like, oh, shit, you know what I found the other day? Pete, this. Like, he's still my guy. He's still my mentor. He's still like my friend. And I still send him. I'm like, yo. Peep this hundred gex. Peep this. Like when we found Sheck West, I was like, yo, peep this Sheck. Like Joel was the first person to find Sheck West. He was the yeah. first person to like fly him out. Joel found Sheck West. He flew him out. Sheck was recording at our studio. We we still he's a homie. Like 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 Shout we Sheck just West. Dash is a huge fan of Sheck West. That's true. Sheck's a good kid. Sheck's a good kid. Sheck Sheck Sheck's Joel Joel and Benj. That's another thing. When they got on. They just started flying people. They were Rocky Fresh, MGK. They they were flying mad people out before anybody knew who they were. And like, yo, like they rented a little studio and they they were just trying to like give people what they wish they had. Yeah, an opportunity, know? a space where you don't have yeah. to, you know, like spend a bunch of money at a studio and have an engineer and have all this. It's, yeah. it's like it's it's they, they, given to you. They they had an engineer that they were like this kid, um, this kid that they had um, engineering stuff, they were like, look, here's the deal. We rented this room. We got it. It was this little spot over off, uh, I think, La Brea. It was this little room. And they were like, yo, you can use this for whatever you want. Whenever we have writing sessions, we're going to come here and we're going to use this room. Because they were songwriting. They wrote a bunch of songs for like a shit ton of other people. And they are like, whenever we have a writing session, we're going to come here. You engineer it. In exchange, you use this room forever you want. Record your friends record other people do whatever you want but when we have a writing session you're going to be the engineer and the, it, bet he was here the other day he was here the other day he's still a homie that's 10 years ago maybe 11 years ago but he but joel and ben started being like yo we're going to fly someone up out we're going to put them in a hotel for a week and put them at like sportsman's lodge or some little cool spot like that and then they can go in and that ben and joel don't have to be on the track nothing and that's just the way we did it like when I was doing the videos that I was doing in New York, I start, I meet Marvin at the time. I think I, I ended up working at Epic because the president of Epic met me through someone else. And he was like, yo, you're, you're good with like new bands. Like, like come, come help us with new bands. Mm -hmm. And I started, I started helping with new bands, you know, like I started like different people that I work with there. My boy at the, like there was a, there was a guy named Andrew McGinnis. He now, manages Diplo and A-Track and Flusher Domus and Dylan Dylan Francis like shout out to teamwork management uh Nick Nick Pomachi, Rene Bredor, Andrew McGinnis. I met them at at uh Epic and it was like again just kids. They were a little bit younger than me and we worked at Epic for a while. When I left Epic, I ended up kind of DJing for a minute. DJing got hot. I was DJing around the world. I was DJing Fashion Weeks. So I was DJing in Paris and London and you know, all over the world and doing all that shit. Yeah. And, um, and then when the D I was like, I don't think I'm going to become a DJ. 
I don't think that's my, I don't, I didn't, you know, I, I saw what, what was happening with Steve and I was like, yo, that's pretty crazy. But I wanted to like get, have a wife and get married. And like, I wanted to like, I saw, I also saw Benjamin Joel. I was like, man, if I become a DJ, this is going to be like the next five, 10 years of my life. Like, and I, I, I was talking to Marvin one day and I was like, yo, like, let me come work for you. You know, like, let me come, let me come be at Nylon. Like I know about the clothing. I know about the music. I know about, you know, I don't really know a lot about cars, but I know about the tech. I know about, you know, and then I ended up working for both magazines, like just helping out with the, helping out with the nylon tours, handling marketing, going to fashion weeks, you know, like meeting new, meeting all the new up and coming people. And like, I think, I think Marvin just liked me because I was like, my judgment was like, yo, this kid's a hard worker. Yeah. Or this, this, or this girl's like this, or that guy's like that. And like, I, I met like, you know, everybody. And, and I, through that time, I'd already known Vashti. So I met Shane, you know, Shane Oliver and, um, all that crew, yeah. you know, for, uh, for, for all, you know, and I knew, uh, I knew Julianne from when she opened V files. Cause that was like around the corner, you know, like Danielle Greco and all those kids and, you know, all the kids that hung around Kerwin and, you know, all that, all those kids that became like this spaghetti boys thing. Like, yeah. and it, I just, I just knew all of it from really early. I was just like, yo, like uh, I, I mean, from Mike, the ruler being like 12 years old, I was like, yo, that kid's like, that kid's on some shit, you know, like he's definitely a, he definitely like knows his shit like and it's interesting because it's like all these little i would travel around my friends you know rsvp different places i would travel around and i would i would like hang with all these different people and i was i mean all i ever wanted to do was just support you know like shine yeah. the light yeah. and, and that's you know, commendable because uh, the there's not a lot of people in the industries of like now that would do it like how we connected it was just a simple question that i was asking you on like how to market something and grow it because you were giving good advice on so like he's hiking like uh thing that he does on his on his ig and then you were like fuck it let's talk about it on the podcast and like connect and like now we give that point of view of everything that we're talking about everything that we want to do in this culture to give it to everyone else to listen to it. it's kind of like we're brainstorming on the go like dead ass here's the here's the answer right you have a podcast mm -hmm. have a clip of your podcast, have a video of you talking about your podcast, have something that I can engage with. If I, if I tell someone, if I'm sitting with like someone of note, right? Like yeah. any, I won't drop names, but if I'm sitting with someone in a week and I'm like, yo, I talked to these, these, these kid dudes, kids, younger dudes that have a podcast X, Y, Z, you should talk to them. Like they're going to go to your Instagram. That's what I was saying. Slay was like, what are the, what are the advice? Like, I'm like, Man, I, I hate to give advice, but I'll tell you this. People hit me up all the time. They're like, check out my music. I hit the little thing. I'm like, man, where's a video? Where's them playing acoustic? Like, I'm like, if you're a stylist and someone's like, oh, like if my brothers are like, yo, so-and-so, Josh will take care of you. Like Vic Mensa was in here and Joel, you know, we're all friendly, you know, and Joel was like, yo, Vic was like, I got a, I got a, um, a video shoot coming up. And I was like, oh, Joel's like, yo, go look at Josh's racks of clothes. Like. I'm like, yo, take anything you want, man. Like anything you need for your video, like whatever. Like the thing is, if you're a stylist, if you can, like if I, if, if someone, if like Marvin, this is a story for real, dead yeah. ass for real. Yeah. Marvin hit me up before I ever worked for him. 
He goes, yo, Miss 60 is the advertiser and someone's going to be on the cover. I won't say their name. They're wildly famous. And I don't know if they will like, like if they'll like all the jeans, not nothing against Miss 60, whatever. I don't even know if they're around, but (laughs) he was like, can you take like three pairs of jeans and like do like, like do something to them? And I was like, yeah, how soon do you need them? And he's like, oh, we need them Friday. It was Wednesday. I got on my bike. I rode to nylon. I grabbed uh, three pairs of jeans, put them in my backpack. I went home, turned on a movie, and I did exactly what I fucking did for Good Charlotte. I started, I had little, I had my little materials. I sewed some patches on one pair. I sanded out. I, I, aged, I aged this other pair, went to the laundromat, washed it, pulled it back again, Aged it again, sanded it out, went to the laundry bag. I washed the pair of jeans three times, made it, you know, like how, made it look like Bari does jeans, you know? I like yeah, made them like jeans look fucking it, old. Yeah. Straight up, old as fuck. And literally, Friday morning, rode my ass back down to nylon, handed them to the style person. Marvin wasn't even there. And Marvin, bro, dead ass on the cover of the fucking nylon, is homegirl wearing the jeans, Miss 60, the ones that I touched, and Marvin's like, wrote, he literally wrote me an email like, man, thank you so much. Nothing crazy, didn't pay me, nothing. But it's like, if you're a fucking stylist, if you're a singer, if you're a, everyone loves the story. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I sound like Tony Robbins. Everyone loves the story. <laughs> oh, yeah, like Big Sean, he got Kanye outside of a record. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude, that's how it works. It's about but taking the, the shot. It, but the thing about it is like, if, 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 you, if, if you go, hey, man, you're a stylist, like, here, take this denim jacket and fucking do something. Like, here's what I want, you know? Here's what I want. I, I can give people projects all day long. I got 20, 20 photographers on, on, on speed dial. I got four or five video directors on speed dial. I'll make three music. I, I mean, before our company grew to be the number, the number of people it is now, I was making four and five music videos a month. I was literally mm-hmm. like making a video one week video. Like, I was literally like, and the concepts were coming from me, the artist or the director, one of us, you know, the the the, the styling was coming from largely me or the for the artist to be like, I kind of want to wear. Like it was all the creative was from a small tiny ass capsule, and it's like literally, if you say you can do it, let me see, you know. And it's yeah. like you, the one thing as a younger person, you kind of have to negotiate. You do one. Like Marvin never took me for, you know, he never. He never took me for a ride. Many other people take you for a ride, but you gotta, you gotta. That's where I think your intuition and your spirit. I don't know. I'm not saying spirituality, but like your shit. That's why walking around. I'm gonna say something really unpopular right now. Like walking into events, like after you just hot boxed in the car, it's a little weird because kids come up to me all the time, and I'm like, like baked out of their mind, and they're like, <laughs> "Yo, I'm this. Yo, I'm this. Like, give me like this, like that, like this, like that." And I'm yeah. like, yo, yo, homie, like, hit me when you're not, you know, twitchy. Like, hit me when you're chill. Like, <laughs> because the thing, that ass, like, if you get your shot, you got to be, like, have your fucking facilities. You, you know, like, by point. the way, by the way, it's dope. Like, do that shit whenever you want. I'm just saying, like, it's not really like that, bro. Like, it's not, when Benjamin Joel met Pharrell, I'll tell their story. They called me one night. The, the, the jump track was made with NERD. Mm-hmm. And Benji and Joel called me. They called me one night, and they were like, "Yo, like, we." I, I was always up mad late, and they were like, "Yo, 
we just met that dude Pharrell from uh, the Neptunes. And I was like, yo, what was he like? And they were like, man, he was mad chilly. I was like, where were you? Oh, we had a party. I was like, was it was it crazy? You know, lit wasn't aware back then. I was like, was it was it crazy? Like, was it? And they were like, nah, he was he was super chill. Like, he was he was like he was just like really really nice. He said like, come um come check come check out the studio tomorrow. And they went to the studio, and the next day, and then I think I talked to him like a month later, and they were like, yeah, remember that guy? Oh, we did a song with him, and I think it's gonna be on the album. Like, you never know if your song's gonna make the album, whatever. Yeah, and it right. did. And the thing about it is though. They like they met him at a party. They were not fucking blase, you know. They were like, they were like, oh, we're just here, like you know. They were up and coming. They weren't even, they weren't even like this is the anthem at the time. They were like yeah, up and coming, yeah. you know. Exactly. And yeah. they met him, and they met him. And by the way, Pharrell was oh, everybody was up and coming. And by the way, like what I'm shouting out right now is that like they showed up. He's like, yeah, come like you know, 11 a.m. or 10 a.m. whatever. The next day they showed up, and they're, he's like, yo, let's let's do a song. Right there, like you just, you just, you're like, okay, let's do it. Like that's how it works. It's not like, it's not. There's no, the the who you know, what you know thing is like a huge myth because it's cool. Like there's lots of people that I've been in the room with that are very important people that like I was in the room with them ten times before I ever met them, and people are like, hey man, do you want me to um, me to introduce you to so and so? And I'm like, yeah, no, like I'll wait. And eventually I met the person at a time when people were like. Hey, they're looking for this, and I'm like, I can do that. You know, it's like I'm not trying to jump in someone's face and be like, put me on. Like I'm literally like, there's there's a there's a tasteful way to do it. You didn't do that. You hit me up. You're like, hey man, um, I'm looking for. I don't even forget the word. You're like, yo, do you have any insight or something like that? Yeah. Like yeah, like like, but it's a conversation. I learn from you. You learn from me. We learn. We share together. Exactly. The thing about it is the thing about it is be. though, bro. The thing about it is though, bro, is this. It's it. People want to say it's not who you know, what you know, this, that, the third. No, it is what you know, bro. Because when you meet someone, if you got, if you, people are like, oh, I want to get in the room with so and so. Like, what would you do? Oh man, I tell <laughs> exactly, them exactly. I tell exactly. them. I tell them about. I tell them about my brand. Okay, so why do they want to know about your brand? If they have their own brand, they have this, that. Like, you, you, like when you talk about someone like uh, Kirby, or you talk about uh, talk about Salehi, like you talk about any of these people, mm-hmm. White Trash Tyler, and all these kids know all these people now. They do things. They are doers. They do things. White Trash Tyler had a video camera or whatever you want to call it, had a little machine to make videos, whatever they call it these days, and he was making that shit way before Travis or anybody else. He People saw his work on someone else, and that's it. You do the thing. You take photos. You take photos of your friends. You take photos of people coming through, and it's not like – Taking a picture of, of of a notable person isn't going to blow you up. It, it's cool. I've seen yeah. lots of cool pictures of my brothers and other people. But I'm telling you, what people will notice is your drive and your output. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, this person is like, you know, and like, be be your brand. Like, be your be on yeah, your Instagram stories and be like, it's all like, about patience of like knowing that uh, the time that it's going to take for me to get really good at something is going to take me to get to go through everything like you said you went to new york and you met all these people and you uh started working with from marvin and at nylon and like you took the opportunities that were given to you like granted yes you might want to force some opportunities in the sense of like you want to be proactive you never want to sit on your ass but it's like you're not hounding a person all day like put me on put me on and then when they give you the shot you blow the shot because you you're not meant to be in that space yet 13 years in New York City, 
I knew Coltrane. I knew Marvin. I knew everyone that I worked with for a while before I worked with them. I let I I was not I was not like looking to work at nylon. I didn't go to school for it. I didn't I mean I did go to school. I learned marketing and economics and I know how to write and do all the other stuff. But I figured it. I figured I had a blog before, mm-hmm. you know, when blogs were the thing that, like when when I was traveling around the world DJing, I had a flip cam. I don't forget who made it, Sony or someone. You'd flip you'd hit this little button and the thing would flip out. You could record things and then you could load it directly on your computer. I was in London. I was staying at this hotel that Jimi Hendrix used to stay at. I forget the name of the hotel. I just remember it was a really cool hotel. And I went outside and I took the flip cam and I pushed record. I set it on this little statue and I walked out about 20 feet, 15 feet. I did a little pose in my fit. Then I went back to the hotel room. I found this, the little spot on the video and I... And I, t- I took a screenshot, Shift Apple 4, and I took that photo and I put it on the blog and I was like, hey, everybody, I'm in London, da, 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 You know, and like that was literally how I did my blog. I was traveling around the world alone. There was no plus ones, no extra hotel rooms. Mm-hmm. I think I was getting paid. I think I was getting paid like a, a plane ticket and a thousand bucks to DJ two parties, whatever it is. But I was like, yo, I'm doing it. I'm just, it's bigger than being in La Plata, Maryland, you know? And, yeah. and by the way, for everybody who, Still lives in the Plato. Respect, like I, I love it. I, you know, I, I'll, I'll go eat at Lido's. It's, it's the happiest, fun memories. But what I'm saying to anybody who's listening is like, do it, do your thing, do it. I don't, bro. There's so many people right now that I would love to meet, and I'm like, man, I, you know, we can do this, we can do that. Like, I'm creative director for X Large and X Girl right now. If someone from Prada called, would I answer the phone? Yes. I don't know if I'm ready. I'm smart enough to know that I don't know if I'm ready. I don't think I'm I don't think I'm anyone else. I think I'm me. I don't exactly. think I'm yeah. I don't think I'm I don't think I'm any other creative director. We all have different styles. My style of doing things is I like to I'm building teams. I really like my team. I'm building a team. I really like like I don't really like to be um you know you can find me if you want to find me. I really don't uh you I really don't the- you don't want to be in the forefront kinda, of everything. I, I, I kind of like being in the shadows, though, when it comes exactly, to, like... yeah. Like, like I kind of like being in the shadows with, when it comes to, like, some of the people that I work with, some of the artists. I don't... I don't really... I'm not looking for credit. I guess that's it. I'm not looking for credit. I'm looking for... I'm looking for, pro- for progress, you know? Exactly. So, You're looking for the actual... The actual success of it, rather than, you know, like, having to, like... You know, kind of Instagram it, where it's just, like, you know, you're faking it till you make it, kind of. Yeah, no, no, I mean, I mean, do you know what kind of car I drive? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You know what kind of watch I have? You know what kind of, I got, I got, I think two watches that, I mean, you know what kind of what? No. Like, by the way, like I said, it's dope to share your watches and dope to share your car. I'm not saying don't do that. What I'm saying is like, what I'm saying is like my message, my message is like, we like, there's nothing that I'm doing that no one else can do. Just and hopefully, what I want for the next generation is yeah. for them not to like. I lived in New York. I was working, so I moved from North Carolina. By the time I moved out here, by the time I became a creative director for Extra Large, it was a real twenty years. Mm-hmm. A real twenty years. Now, if I can teach a younger generation and help them and like give them insights and put them on maybe not the elevator but the escalator you ever you ever at the mall and you see a motherfucker walking up the escalator and you're like <laughs> yeah. damn 
You're like, he's going to get there faster than everybody else. Like, I look for that. Like, I'll give you an escalator, and if you're still walking up the escalator, I'm like, damn, motherfucker, like, you are really, you're really getting after it. You know? Exactly, yeah. Like, we do not sit still. And the thing about it is, like, I think, I mean, we do, there is Saturday afternoon when I have a, you know, a, 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 a you know, a slice of pizza with my brother or something like that. But I'm saying, like, you see people, Ronnie Feig, when I met him in 2004, was working in David Z, his uncle's shoe store. He was like, hey, man, like, what kind of shoes are those? And, like, I met him, and I was like, oh, cool. And he, him and Teddy, I think it was him and Teddy, took me to, like, a club that night or, like, the, the next day. We mm-hmm. went to, like, a club, and they, they were, like, I was, like, new to New York. That was the first motherfucker I met in New York. And it's, like, the hustle, the hustle that he had when I met him and he was working at the I'm like, this guy's definitely going to do something, you know? Yeah. And it's like, you can the truth of the matter, the truth of the matter is, whether you're Jeff Staple or, or Paul Middleman, who's, who's OG to me and who I love dearly, or Jules Gayton or Aaron Levant or anybody who has their origin story, maybe you had a dad, maybe you didn't, maybe you had money, maybe you didn't, maybe you went to college, maybe you, maybe you didn't. Look, I'm not mad at anybody it's not everything that everyone makes isn't for everyone to consume. You know, exactly. it's not about this guy's better than that guy, whatever. You know, I don't, I think that's goofy. I think everybody's doing their thing the way they do. Respect to everyone, all the names that I'm naming. They didn't, you don't, you turn around and you realize whether you're Teddy and Ronnie or Jeff Staple or Sean Witherspoon or any, or, or Don C or Virgil, like you realize like, yo, nobody, whether you know Kanye or whether your uncle was David Z, there's no way that you get where you are without a fucking a lot of work. And exactly. I know it's I know it's I gotta jump off soon, but I know uh, it seems like if you're from a small town or something somewhere, like you're just so far away that it just doesn't even matter. That's bullshit. Don't buy that lie. It doesn't matter if you're from, you know, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, you know, like it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you're from it doesn't matter if you're from, you know, Peoria, Illinois. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, man. Like you you can point to anywhere on the map. It doesn't matter, man. It does not matter. If you're a girl, if you're trans, if you're gay, if you're if you're older, it doesn't matter, man. It doesn't matter. Like everybody has a place in this thing. I think, you know, I I, I deliberately didn't talk too much about our company, MDDN, that I have with my brothers or or X Large too much. I try not to Cause I don't, cause those things are amazing and they're a part of my life and I love them. But mm-hmm. if we're talking about raising kids, I'm not going to talk about just about my kid. We're talking about raising kids, and this this is a life process. Being if you want to be in the creative process and be in the creative field and the creative pool, there's a there's a code of ethics that I would like to see that I don't know if it exists and maybe that's a conversation for another time. But the code of ethics that I try to abide by is that I just try to help out the new person. I try not to if – if, if I hear an idea and it's something that we can do or if someone – you know, if, if a brand shot with a photographer and I'm like, yo, like – I talk to Mike Sherman all the time. I'm like, yo, did you guys do this? And he's like, oh, yeah, no, we're not going to do that. And I'm like, is it cool if I do that? And he's like, yeah, yeah, cool. Or if I'm like, hey, man, do you know anybody at this company? He, he's a helpful dude, you know? Like he's, yeah. helped, he's helped out a lot. And I think, I think what we really need now more than ever is to concentrate less on – I'm not trying to get a Porsche, man. I drive a Volkswagen. I love it. Big shout Super out to Volkswagen. I, 
It's I, reliable I, I, as fuck. <laughs> I, 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 I drive a brand new leased Volkswagen. It's amazing. I had a different car that was a little more baller. I got my wife the Volkswagen, and I was like, yo, fuck this. And I, like, I literally, everything that I live, working around all these young people, I'm working around a lot of young people that are 21, 22, 20. I don't, yo, why would I ever flex on, on these young ass kids? Why would I ever show up to work flexing on some kid that's trying to make it, you know? I'm not here to flex on anybody, you know? I'm here to fucking help. And I think, you know, that shout out to round two. When I walked into round two and, and, I, and I didn't know who the owner was, like, I was like, hey, like, I didn't ask, by the way, either. I was just like, hey, like, you guys are all from Virginia? I'm like, yeah, we all moved in. I thought maybe they all invested in it. I didn't know. I mean, they all pretty much did. But yeah. it's like, that's the vibe that I want. I've seen a, several people in my lifetime. I know a couple of, um, um, I don't know if the dude's a billionaire. I know a couple of multimillionaire dudes that literally walk around in like running shorts, you know, That's some, New like, York. some like, some like running shorts and a t-shirt and a good like little windbreaker, like a little, I won't say any brands. I, I deliberately don't mention brands because I just think that like brands are a byproduct of what we do. Yeah. You feel me? Brands are a byproduct of what we do. No disrespect to brand. That's why when I when I put up something about Salehi, I'm like, thank you to New Balance for giving Salehi the fucking platform. Feel me? Yeah, like exactly, that's yeah. Th that's that. Thank you to if Vans partners with West Lang or anybody. Like I'm like, thank you to Vans for giving up. You know, thank you. And it's why I think like, I think like there's definitely people in the companies that are great people too. By the way, great, amazing. There's people inside the machine. That are great. Same thing with record labels. They're for good, sure. there's for bad, sure. there's for whatever. Sure. There's a bunch but of people that are gonna want the culprit. I don't want anybody I don't want anybody um to think like, oh, all record labels are bad or all brands are bad. There's plenty there's good and evil on, on, on all of them. Both it, sides, you know? yeah. And I think it's up to us what I'm actively trying to do. And I don't by the way, I don't care, like I don't know what the world thinks of me. It's really none of my business. I really don't care i'm trying to i'm i definitely got a little bit of a dad vibe going on I'm trying to get since i have my daughter i'm trying to get in shape but like look I'm, I'm trying my hardest to be a positive effect on all these things and we don't we as a, my brothers and i as a, as a group of people in our in our team my our vice president joey shout out to everybody that takes a chance to work with us like it's it's all about the ethos and the future of the thing because this shit is a pool. If you work in streetwear or fashion, whatever you want to call it, music, if you work in creative, the creative world, it's a very small world. And it's better if you just don't poop in the pool. Like, take the shit yes, elsewhere. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's like, don't, a good everybody, right there. Everybody's got to swim in the same pool, man. Everybody. You, whether you, work, you think you work in music or you work in fashion or whatever, creativity, artist, you know, like, it all, you meet everybody. You meet them all at the dinner parties. You meet them all at the magazine releases. Dead ass, I'm telling you right now. It's better if you got some some bullshit. You know, like don't do that shit inside of the fucking thing. And and as a as a whole, maybe ask someone. We're all going to therapy. Everybody's trying to meditate. Everybody's trying to hike. Every like like how get like the best thing. Get yourself right, man. I don't think yeah. I don't think Pharrell and Jaden and Sean and Vashti. I, I know for a fact these people aren't bullshitting about eating good food and being healthy. Yeah. I know that they're real about it. I know that they're – Pharrell, Sean, Jaden, and Vashti, I can tell you right now, I'm shouting them out because they're, they're, they're promoting healthy lifestyles and being good people. Tyler also too kind of I think. Shout out to Tyler. Like there's, a, there's a bunch of people 
that are that are promoting these good lifestyles and and and, and being healthy and I, and I'm with it and I all I'm saying is like like if like if you think any of these people haven't you know done some inner done some work inside and looked inside and done some therapy and done some things to better themselves that's really what the fuck it's all about man and it's like look get the shoes the clothes the hats the brands all dope man i love it i'm here for it i i i'm i'm in it but also let's let's make sure that the people coming up behind us and, and the people around us and the people even older than us i talked to lots of ogs when ogs like kind of angry or kind of like bitter i'm like why are you so angry man you're an og you're like a god in the game like don't be angry you know like i yeah. mean it like i mean it like i talk to ogs all the time most of them are pretty happy and like they're finding their happiness some are a little bit you know some of some are they did they people have the right to be upset if they started a movement and they're not you know other people are millionaires yeah. off what they created but it's create, like yeah. but but it's like but it's like let's find a way to get you in the game then let's find let's a way, find to, a way you, to connect both of you the people bro, the person who's doing what you do the best and then you connect that dead, dead ass dead ass like there's we got to respect the ogs we got to make a place for the ogs and i think you know i i've, I've enjoyed talking uh with you guys i think um i'm excited not know it's 11 seasons like that's dope i look yeah. forward to um i'm gonna do some more research i just said dead ass like i just h hiked with him like a day or two ago and you were like yo and i was like yo let's just do that you know yeah. let's just talk yeah. and i know? appreciate i appreciate that a lot too because like uh, there's been a lot of times that people are uh, designers or people from brands who listen to our brand and might hit us up or like like a picture on Instagram and then you ask them what they want to have a conversation about what's going on in the culture and how to uh, put other people on and, and things of that nature. And I think that touches back to like uh, what you were saying earlier where it's like a fear-based thing where if like, oh, I might make it further than you already are and that scares you or somebody that listens to us might do something better than you do and you think that that might take away from your... your uh, business or whatever you got going on right rightfully so because people have to fend for their family but it's like if you put people on that gives them the chance to put other people on and then you have a group like kanye virgil don c uh jasper or you have tyler earl and that move it's a movement it's bigger than what you yeah. are yeah yeah everything by the way everything is not always going to seem fair in the moment exactly someone's yeah. going to get someone's going to win an mtv award in a jacket that you sewed on for nine hours and you're going to be like damn what's that like like it's it's always there's going to be like some of your friends are going to get famous and some some of your friends are not and then you know it's it all comes like the eye you've got to keep your eye on the mission yeah. and and by the way like i don't i'm not meant to be famous like i'm not i'm not going for that shit i like this if the next time i saw you somebody in media zane low or apple or whatever what it like like somebody you know like if next time I saw you, some Zane had his arm around you and was like, "Yo, we're we're, we're welcoming these guys to our thing. Like they just signed a huge deal." I'll be like, "Damn, go get it, go get it." I knew, I, I felt it. I could feel that, you know. Like yeah, exactly. for me, it's just yeah. like, for me, it's just like, man, like it's crazy. Like, I, like jealousy is jealousy. Look, I'll close with this. All right. Jealousy is fear that you won't get what someone else has, and it's not bad. Being jealous, you know, it's not a sin. It's a it's a natural thing. Your friend and you go to a party, and you're and he he talks to a girl and or or a guy, whatever, and and then he's like, "Yo, I'm bouncing," and then and then you're like, "You're, you're jealous." That's a okay. It's a natural human fear that you're not gonna have 
what you need or what you want drives you to get like watching like we were like like it's primal dude you're sitting watching someone else eat and you're like oh they got a big stick i want to i want a big stick so you get up and you go out and you get it but the problem is you can't have that jealousy be a driver if you saw someone get a get a whip or get something and then you're like oh blah blah like oh he always has this he always has that like the gel like you can't trail behind jealousy can't be your can't continually be your motivator you got to get a dream and a vision in your head and be like a let's we watch documentaries we read books we we yeah. watch bio biopics you know movies about steve jobs or this guy or that girl or this person bro all it is is a person that was driven and they were like i'm gonna be this thing you know yeah. had a vision and they, and they they fought out for it that's it that's yeah, it that's it Simple. i appreciate i appreciate yeah. i appreciate you guys I'm, I'm sorry for talking so long nah, it's, it's good like you you drop mad jewels you drop mad shit that people want to hear about like the industry and what everything is going on now again we thank you for having for for you coming on here and, and uh dropping jewels as an og uh we appreciate you i know you gotta leave you gotta do other shit so we'll end that here at that talk season 11 episode three josh madden we out Real Yo, 45 minutes gave us two and a half hours. Like he's a Yo. real one. <laughs> Take care, guys. Give me a call if you need anything. All right. All right. Thanks, Appreciate bro. You, man. Take care. All right. Peace.